Oh yeah! <laughs> What's up, fuckers? What's up? What's Cinco up? de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, boys. I told you guys, uh, I, I think I told you at least when I was booking it, I was like, yeah, we're, I'm going to get you guys on a Cinco de Mayo because like, I got to get some Mexican homies up in here, man, right? <laughs> you go, I'll bring my sombrero. <laughs> you, got, you got two for the price of one this time. And I want to um, start off by thanking you for the Coronas. Appreciate, oh, appreciate the hospitality. Thank you. I hope you don't keep these around just because it's Cinco de Mayo. No, yeah. I did Corona, man. We drink them all the time, dude. It's actually, you know, it's my favorite, Modelo. Mm. Yeah, man, I'm drinking the shit on Modelo like summertime. Little lime action. Ooh, Dos Sackies, man. Big yeah. Dos Sackies. Dos Sackies is good shit, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys ever tried Tecate? Yeah. Uh, I've had it once, and I, it was so long ago, I can't say if I like it. You got the patch right there, there man. Yeah, no, I, I, I drink mostly that. Nice. Victoria and like Negra Modelo. Ooh. And uh yeah, a lot of Dos Equis. Yeah. Nice. Uh if I go to you go to Mexico, you can find Indio and I re- highly recommend you gotta try that. Damn, I mean, all right. You might like, might not, but it's it's kinda like it's like yeah, like that one thing, either you like it or you don't. You Is know? it like kind of a light? No, it's a dark. It's ah, kind of okay. Yep. Is the beer different? Because you always hear people and you get Guinness over in Ireland, like, oh, the taste is way different, like Tecate, Modelo, that kind of I stuff. I think there is, is a slight yeah. difference. There's a slight bite that... Mm. Okay. It's like the Coke, you know? The Mexican mm. Coke is, like, way better. It's Montezuma's Revenge, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't drink the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thing about Guinness, though, dude, that's bullshit. At least it is now. I think that was uh, the thing back in the day, like... You know, 30, 40 years ago or something, it was probably different. It was like a lot harder to get over here. So the distribution was different and shit. But now, I mean, I was there a couple, three years ago and we, I was kind of excited about that. Like, oh, yeah. they say it's like, it ain't no fucking different at all, dude. I think they shipped that shit so fast out of Ireland. Yeah, now I was going to say the States, they had a so sketchy like, ass distribution you know, path yeah. back in the day, some kind of four month thing. The beer's all rank and stank by the time you get it. <laughs> For real. Tasting like ass. <laughs> well, Caesar, man, it's really nice to meet you. Yeah, no, no. Uh, we know a couple of the same people that kind of recommended you uh you know from fucking uh you kind of like a death metal dude yeah yeah, yeah. playing in bands for a long time right you guitarist yeah. uh guitarist front man bass player i do all three hell yeah nice and in my band i do all three uh, for now it's just i have a drummer steve jones he's on the drums and cool. then me what's the band Who, uh what? we're called fermented plague <laughs> oh yeah <Nice. laughs> and it's a underground death metal just old school 80s 90s types type type stuff with a oh, combination of a lot of thrash i call it yeah. we're kind of a death thrash yeah uh there's a lot of new stuff out there and i like it mm-hmm. but i'm sticking to my guns on this one and we're having a lot of fun and we've yeah. uh, been just writing and writing working on music fuck yeah man bringing those riffs dude mm-hmm. yeah man i mean i i agree with you that like and there's also that kind of stuff is it comes in cycles and it's making a huge comeback i mean everything I mean, even the fucking metallica and the fucking stranger things and stuff like mm-hmm. to me it's like yeah, yeah, of course, Master Puppets. Like, well, you don't know Master Puppets? And these kids are like, I've never heard this. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, you see those kids buying that shit in Target for irony or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like, I grew up listening yeah. to this stuff. Yeah. And now it's yeah. like, oh, classic stuff, you know, some uh-huh. shit from 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, same with hip hop, though, too, man. Like, 90s is, you know, I mean, you know, the 80s has been this huge thing for, you know, especially in the 2000s and stuff. And, 
the weekend is all very 80s based and whatever so i mean that stuff but now you you can see the 90s influences even in metal of like new metal and that kind of shit's coming back in a big way oh yeah it's interesting to see those fucking it's like everything's always on this it's like 30 30 years yeah yeah. you gotta get it out of your system and it's kind of your parent shit for a while Uh and then when the next generation comes it's like all right this has Mm -hmm. been gone long enough to be cool again acceptable yeah yeah hell yeah man that's definitely dope thing about music you know it's, it's gonna come back around you know? yeah everybody's gonna hate on the new stuff for a little while yeah I mean, like even yeah. the fashion now everybody's rocking you know they want the vintage wear they want to dress like mm-hmm. we, we did when mm-hmm. we were like 12 and 13 right, 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 right. jeans right yeah. down to the ankle and stuff exactly. yeah it's all it is, coming back yeah. it's funny though like you said like buying fucking like a metallica shirt at target and you're like man when metallica came out they were the most anti-establishment thing there was yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know like and now it's like oh you could buy their shit through the biggest corporate there is Hetfield's got to pay those bills. Yeah, man. I don't blame. Them. It's not them. Got you that, know, it's the establishment. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking. It's fucking wild, man. No, but definitely Caesar, man. You, you. I think you're being a little modest, man. I mean, he's been in bands for years, man. Ever yeah. since I, I was a kid, I can remember this guy, you know, rocking out and you know having different bands and yeah, you know, what I'm saying doing stuff like that. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Ice Pick. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we used to. He play was back there, there back, the back okay. in the legendary days of the yeah. figure. He used to play in a band with Dan Wheaton. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I know him a little bit, just like online or whatever. I know who he is and mm-hmm. everything. You know, like yep. friends online. It's just we're so, still yeah. friends and we talk once in a while. Cool. And yeah. No, we were in a band for a while. He was a, there was a chapter for us to do yeah. something, and we learned a lot from each other as musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just the front man. He was the guitarist. Okay. Gotcha. So I, yeah. I put the showmanship. He started writing, but then we went our separate ways. Sure. And today I picked up the guitar, but the one thing I can tell you, I remember a lot of things. I paid attention to what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So for me, it just came like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He said, oh uh-huh. yeah, I watched him do that. Yeah, he's a sick and guitarist. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. So if it's you pay attention deal. around, no, I, I mm-hmm. picked it up. I always played the bass, but... The guitar was the last thing I picked up. So did you, uh, like, do you like to do, like, bass and vocal, like, front man and kind of like well, that thing? Well, for us, for the band, what we're doing is just me on vocals and playing guitar. Okay. Steve on the drums. That gives us the possible, the, a bit of, be available to play live like that, in yeah. that format. I know I can hook a line from my guitar to the bass amp, and I would have something like that would have a bass sound mm-hmm. i'm still looking for a bass player i okay. have somebody that says he's going to do it yeah i'm waiting to see how true this is but so you're trying to fill it out you're not trying to do like we're a two-piece like, no we're, we're looking for someone we right. want to fill that uh spot but for now we have to just keep going so yeah, in the studio yeah. because i am a bass player by nature right i you do all do the it. bass parts mm-hmm. and figure all that out in my Got head and yeah. show yeah. there That'll kind of be, I mean, that's kind of a smart move, too, because bass players, especially around here, they are a little hard to find, being honest. And so, like, if you do it all like that, and then you could probably be easier to find somebody to, like, fill in, essentially, be like, come do the gig, you know, like, learn the songs, do the gig. You don't have to commit everything to it, but, like, people want to do shows, you know, so you could probably find... You know, guys to like fill it in for you, but you can fucking write all that shit, and that way they ain't got to worry about writing it. They can just learn the parts real quick and fucking come in and do it. 
Yeah, you know? no, no. It's uh, like I said, just keep going until we find that person. You know, it's, that shouldn't stop us. We might as well just keep going. And at least mm -hmm. as a, for recording and certain things, we can do it, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't play live for 10 years. I don't give a shit. I was still going at it, dude, just writing mm -hmm. songs. It's either in you or it's not, man. Yeah, you that's know? the thing. I, that's how I feel about it, you know. Uh, vocally, what what kind of thing are you doing? Are you like screaming, singing, uh, a little both? Like, screaming, yelling. Yeah. I kind of do a combination of death metal and thrash metal so i picture you doing kind of a slayer kind of vocal uh, actually i do more like uh if you ever heard of like sod and anthrax that type oh, yeah. of kind okay. of thing okay. okay uh there's a lot of metal bands in john in general that do the singing with the screaming the, mm -hmm. so they always do those two intense yeah i wanted to go more for let's i'm not so intense but i do scream and growl but then mm -hmm. at, i'm not so intense but instead of singing i want i want anthems i want yelling what we used to hear in the 80s with yeah. the punk bands yeah. there's yeah. a little bit of a punk influence in me too. oh for sure if that's i mean if you're doing thrash so, thrash is punk you know at times your lyrics i, I want people that i actually understand mm -hmm. what i'm saying so i lit up from those screaming and kind of more of a yelling more yeah like a little more raw kind of, just kind of diversify does. it up a little bit uh, so yeah. gives that's that. kind of like slayer i don't think i'm yeah, far no. off on my i never no, heard you yeah, but but since <laughs> anthrax too though and, and that was know, the, yeah. the influence for me was bands like anthrax mm -hmm. and sod dri yeah even early like, oh. metallica was that it's more of yep. a yell you know like i mean that's where a lot of that stuff comes from kill them all yeah just kind of this like it's not like a scream like we think of screams today as being this like it's almost like a low volume all fucking vocal fry like wah, scream yeah. you know but like back then it was more like a yell or like you know like yeah and i kind of i kind of dig that myself you know well, I, I think really should look for some feeling there should be some passion in the music there's, there's got to be like an emotion a personality to the what you're doing mm -hmm. so you can scream all you want i mean i've heard tons of bands where and it's good i love it yeah. but when there's so many oh more things give a, a diversity to the song to move it up and down yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. and then you can do like i think the the guys i don't love screaming i'm a singer i don't love screaming all the time but i think what a lot of it is is just because it's boring because they're always doing the same thing when these great screamers they're doing like there's like a melody within the screaming or at least there's a there's up and down and there's like there's they, a dynamic to it they'll do it know? at a certain point where it was needed versus to the whole thing where yeah you, you right. had that epic moment and then they bring right. it back sprinkle to it in for effect and, rather than just that mm -hmm. straight shot yeah. all the time yeah i think that is kind of the, one of the problems with modern metal and it's why i don't love a lot of like quote-unquote modern metalists because it's like all right you can do this one thing it's like this vocal fry scream but i'm like i'm not hearing anything you're saying there's nothing there's no hooks mm -hmm. there's nothing catching me um so i don't know you know like uh i'm super into fucking opeth and the like like the european metal bands that yeah, to same. me went in the direction that i felt for me was what i liked out of metal was a little more that way where the american metal scene kind of split into this like really hardcore like yeah you know, i don't know that's my feeling on it no you hit it right on the money because it got the metal core and mm -hmm. death core and that's okay you know and they all sound the same it's a little it's a boring to me that's why it's never really like uh, resonated with you me, saying you know? that i spend a lot of time on youtube uh -huh. looking for bands and i spend a lot of time in europe yeah most of my favorite and as as a matter of fact if you ever went to mexico you'll notice that in the metal scene yeah everyone's into the european scene more than yeah the yeah the metal scene in mexico is fucking crazy dude like no, as far as like the fandom 
dude, South America, man, they fucking love and, uh, some metal. And you see a, a lot of Europeans go there. Mm -hmm. I, I've mm -hmm. been to the metal festivals, and I was there recently, and uh, you see a lot of Europeans that like it, and all the European yeah. bands will go there. Especially, like, I see you got the like the Maiden patch, like the yep. huge old school, like, uh, legacy bands like that. I mean, dude, oh, yeah. they play fucking Mexico City. It's like... 80,000 or whatever, you know, I mean, it's yeah. like the deal, dude. Like the biggest crowds there are, are those fucking no, Latin American shows. And see, that's where I got all this when I lived in Mexico as a mm -hmm. kid. I was, as a matter of it was Iron Maiden. That's my favorite band. So right. seeing that, and then the thing is today, I have tons of friends. They're still into it. When I go there, we get together. We talk metal. Uh, there's a bootleg market where I go and buy bootleg T-shirts. Uh, right, nice. Right. Metal festivals, everything. So when I go there, there's all kinds of things to do, and I socialize metal when I go there, you could almost say. Right, yeah, yeah. Besides the vacation. You That's know. dope because, like, I mean, like, I don't know, you don't really think of, like, if you think of Mexico on, like, a pop culture level, metal isn't really the thing that pops up in your mind. Oh, no, these guys were you know? the... These, these, they used to think these guys were like devil worshippers and, oh, yeah, and like yeah. sacrificing uh -huh. kittens uh -huh. and stuff like this. I mean, he he's from the era of the big hair, long yeah, hair, headbanger, yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah. that that type of uh, metal, I would say. Was Which, a big, huge it's influence. wild to think about because when you think about it, it's like metal should be kind of the biggest in Mexico. You got fucking the Day of the Dead and all that fucking like the, the artwork yeah. and the skulls and everything that belongs to that mm. is like... <laughs> It kind of <laughs> is, know, actually. Like, yeah. You will see it in some of the events, and uh, a lot of people will do the makeup and things like that. They have done the skulls. I've seen it. There's a lot. I of, love that aesthetic, uh, dude. The, the Day of the Dead fucking look of the skulls yeah. and the face paint and the, I don't know, man, all of it. I fucking love that shit. They have, uh, there's an, as a matter of fact, there's a, like, death metal thrashy, uh, Aztec type band where they wear the ah, makeup kind of not go. so much like the day of the dead mm -hmm. more like the european black metal yeah and it's almost like their version of that but they right. actually wear all Aztec gear and they have yeah. people with the drums yeah and yeah. all the sounds the flutes that they do right, right and no that's how into it they're into it that they're willing yeah. to do their own thing from their own to bring out their own it makes sense man the asterisks are fucking metal. heritage <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know i got a yeah. i got this thing it's not hanging up yet I got that at the fucking uh, oh, one, of, one of them pyramids out that's there. And then no, the other beautiful. thing we got at the was that skull right there. Oh, hell yeah. That was from the uh, I'm terrible in the names of this shit, but it was one of the it's the tallest pyramid down there. And it's it's toward the coast. And we climbed it. Coba, Coba pyramid, I want to say mm -hmm. something like that. I'll look it up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it was it was one of those things. You know, it's a fucking tourist thing. Honestly, we went. But I dude, I'm so in love with the fucking ancient cultures of mexico and the so fucking you just went down there recently or what uh when we were down there so it was uh yeah we were in mexico it was i've been to mexico twice so the first and i can neither one of these are going to be very cool to you guys the first time was on a cruise and so it was the the fucking island there that all the cruise ships go to off okay. the so you went to all the tourist ships off there. the east coast <laughs> and then yeah and then we yeah. went and did that you know we took the fucking but i mean we like shows to do that i'm like that was like if i'm going on this i want to see ancient ruins that's what I want to right, see, yeah. you know. And it was a it was a semi work related thing, the cruise. So that's why we got to go. And then uh, we went another time uh, for my buddy's wedding, and we went to Tulum, 
And so we did all the Tulum ruins and shit, of course, down there, which was like another reason. I was like, if that stuff wasn't there, I probably wouldn't have went to the wedding. You know, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> all right, I've wanted to see this fucking these ancient ruins and shit for Graham so long, shit, dude. So you know, like that out. Yep. And yeah. So I was fucking like, all right, this is kind of kill two birds with one stone. There's these mm-hmm. ruins and shit are right there. I don't love how commercialized it is and shit now. It kind of sucks, but mm-hmm. it is what it is, you know? Yeah, 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 no. But uh, fucking Mexico's dope, dude. I, I enjoyed it, you know? But, like, I mean, you told that story last time, that crazy oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean... And, and that's where, where, where I went to is where he actually grew up. He lived there for a big chunk of his life. But, okay. I mean, dude, that city, and we were talking about it the whole way here. It's just like, man... It's just you, it's just hard to describe, and I guess you just will not understand unless you're right in the middle of it. But just imagine, just everywhere you turn, there's somebody with some type of service or something that that they could do for you. Uh, dirt freaking cheap. I uh, mean, whether if it's you're hungry or I mean, you need your clothes washed or I mean, dude, it's crazy. The I mean, street food down there is just ridiculous, oh man. Yeah, it's better yeah. than shit you get the restaurants dude. up here. It's mm-hmm. so good across the board. I mean, there's well, um, what what are they famous for the uh, the the tropo? In Monterrey, yeah, yeah. tropo, and everyone's into the carne asada that they like mm. the grill. Oh, yeah. dude. When you yeah. get to the city, you're gonna smell meat, grilling chicken, dude, pork, and steak, and they do all of that. Dude, we ain't doing so it right in America man. on some of that shit, dude. Street food and shit, dude. I, there's nothing more that I want to experience than what you just said is when you get to the city, you're smelling <laughs> meat. Cooking, and like dude. I say, you just walk and you you can smell it, you see it, and then the, the, oh. the prices, like for some basic uh-huh. things, it's anywhere. When it's one of those the things that you're just buying like a sample or part of it, it can go from a dollar to five bucks. And that's going to be now I, when I'm talking five bucks to three bucks, you're getting the full course meal. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. More well, than you can possibly fuck. eat. You're not having to pay for all the bullshit overhead marketing yeah. stuff. Which is what happened. You know, the person that one makes guy it. down there yeah. throwing it down with his family or by himself or yeah, whatever. Exactly. And just doing his thing. Yeah, exactly. Just so it, they cut it. all that out and it's, they still make a living. Fuck it's yeah. honest living, you know, and the food is very authentic. It's great. It's You won't get anything like that here. I, so I, how long were you down there for, and then what brought you up here? Uh, yeah, I was born in Muskegon. Okay. Hell yeah. So Shout out to Muskegon. Skeet, Woo. Skeet town yeah, we're all from Muskegon. 81, that's when my dad, he before this, like in the mid-70s, he had planned to move back there. So he took me there, and yeah. we moved there in like 80, 81. Cool. And I, we had to go to school and everything. So mm-hmm. I, I just learned everything I have. You could can say there's probably very few kids like me, Mexicans that were born here that had this experience. Most of them stay here. Yeah. They never go back. Some go on a vacation. Yeah, sure. But I stayed there for 10 years. So what did you do? Like, how old were you then? I was six. Okay, so you were born in Muskegon. Yep. And by the time I was six, seven, we moved there. Whole family moved back? Yep. Okay. My brother, I, is just the two of us. And then uh, it's my mom and dad. And he had built a a, a home down there. Yep. We started living there, going to school, everything. And we just stayed there. We would come to Michigan every summer. Oh, cool. But then we would live the rest of the time there. So Uh, it's a good move. (laughs) I always describe it to the people. I'm kind of like that Dave Chappelle when he goes, ask a black dude. Yeah. The same thing. Because I lived in Mexico. Ask a Mexican. Yeah. That's why you're on the podcast today, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your opportunity, guys. 
<laughs> Got to get all our ignorant white ass yeah, questions out there. Figure out what's thing, going on. Because I actually lived there that long that I know so much, and it's fun yeah. to me. I, I'm not. It's not a stranger to me. When I go yeah. there, it's like I'm back home. I was just telling him I go there. I act as, I act like I live there, but because yeah, yeah. I know how to get around, I can talk to people. I know where everything's at in the city. Yeah, I understand how to do things. What city? Where? It's, like, I'm talking about Monterrey, Monterrey, Monterrey. Okay, and it's right three hours from Laredo, Laredo, uh-huh. Texas. When yeah. you get to go through San Antonio and you get to Laredo, and that's a border town. You cross and you can go to several places, but mainly it takes you directly to Monterey. Is that on the ocean? Is that uh, on the no. coast? And it's, it's a little more in, uh, in the middle like of the mountains, almost, but kind of. Ah, yeah. It's probably yeah. about a good three hours to the to the ocean. Okay, three to yeah. Four so hours. it's so it's, it's definitely an inland. It's not a coastal town yeah. or nothing. Yeah. So but, when you first went down there, like, did they treat you like an American that was down there, or did they kind of? No, re- I just because it was my, you know, my dad wanted me to live there, so people just treated me. I was one of them, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of experiences, all kinds of ups and downs. But my time there, you know, I learned to speak another language. I knew everything. I tried food that nobody really ate here. Mm-hmm. And I understood a lifestyle that was different that we have here. Yeah, yeah. But in 91, I was I turned 18, and I decided that I wanted to come back here. And I okay. decided, and I came here because I figured, well, let me go to the States because I can go to concerts now. I can yeah. see things. And I wanted the experience. Yeah. And I had the citizenship. Right, because you're, uh, yeah, born, yeah. So I came here, and I've been here, but uh, in... So the whole family didn't move back. You no, just back. me. Yeah. Even though today, now, they're, we're all here right now. Oh, cool, cool. That's because awesome. my parents came at some point. Yeah. They came up here to help me raise my kids. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my brother's here because he works here for so many times, you know, yeah. five, six yeah. months. And yeah. then he goes back stays with his family because he's married and has his daughter and stuff mm-hmm. like that and they live there and See, uh, they're fortunate enough that they can do that right yeah. so like yeah. not everybody got that sure that privilege so like yeah, for, yeah. for him to be able to come over here and be like hey you know what i'm gonna go work for nine months and then yeah i'm gonna come yeah. back home and spend yeah. the rest of the time with my family and just chill out yeah, yeah. it's cool yeah. to be able to kind of go back here, and they, forth you know, they never get that they never get the opportunity to go back you know it's, right it's, right kind of fucked up situation it is man and, and real talk there's a lot of migrant fucking workers in west michigan's a huge area for it man and like it's it's i don't know there's a lot of fucked up in this of that whole situation man yeah you know, no, like, it's sad there's yeah, a lot of things you know, there's a lot of sad stories yeah for it's, real, just, for it's, real. It's, it's a corrupted system obviously it you is, know what i'm saying yeah. and it's gonna take a lot to change that but yeah and we all yeah. know you know you know we're from muskegon there's a a, a pretty large Mexican population in Muskegon, but going north of that into the, you know the like the the field the field working and stuff growing grow ops and shit and like uh, my dad did a lot of work up there and he housed a lot of immigrant workers and shit with what he was doing and stuff and it was just uh you just you hear shit that you don't love you know like mm-hmm. and that and that does yeah. definitely does sucks so. yeah yeah. But, you know, it's just the sacrifices people are willing to do, you know, just to mm-hmm. provide a better life for their family at the end, you know. You know, I yeah. respect it, you know. Oh, for sure. It's, yeah. A, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's not that, like, 100% respect for the people that are, like, coming to do the work. And uh, I got no fucking hate for anybody trying to make a better life for themselves. That's not what I'm talking I'm talking about the other side of, uh, 
the fucked up system of you know like it's getting exploited and stuff. Explo- exploitation i just want and i'm not trying to get heavy but Ooh. i just watched a documentary about farm workers exploiting and shit and it's just like fresh off some uh, depressing uh, documentary. I, I am bro mm-hmm. i am man yeah it's it's kind of about sucks. your favorite tacos dude what's your favorite <laughs> tacos <laughs> best tacos i ever had were in los angeles and that of course is directly from the mexican population there you know so did you go to a restaurant or you just got one off the side of the road somewhere some little- several we if if it was up to me i would have been eating tacos every single meal but the ladies weren't having it for every oh. meal but we got to do pretty good it was you know my homie inglot lives out there and and uh so i went we went out to visit him and you know i'm like bro you gotta take me to the fucking taco spots what so. part of la did you go to uh he is in uh sort of like it's kind of east la a okay. little bit um i'm not super familiar with yeah, every neighborhood so crazy. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah uh but you know and it's it was it was pretty wild as far as that goes and uh but you know i'm yeah, fucking so cool i so, went out there to i was out in northridge which is you know like kind of in the valley and stuff like that and my buddy you know we drove around you know saying and he was like hey man let's try some tacos pulled over to like a 99 yeah, cent store yeah. there's a guy with a tent and lady yep. in there boom we walked mm-hmm. freaking eating the best tacos yeah. i've ever had in a freaking 99 cent store parking yeah. lot yeah. so we went to like legit restaurants and literally bought tacos from a guy on the street and several things in between my favorite ones came from the la market the downtown open air market that's a little more uh you know it's kind of like it's in you go downtown and it's like it's underneath it's like the main level of a huge like skyscraper basically but it's all like an open like they open up all the gates around so it's kind of open air but you're kind of inside still too and there was probably like i mean there's everything in there vietnamese fucking all you'd ever want dude and it's all the shit and uh i i was like well there's like three taco vendors in here i'm gonna pick one and this was for <laughs> breakfast too mind you i'm like i'm just fucking gonna hit the one i think is the best taco and uh i fucking chose right because it was on point dude and the way they do it there i don't know how it is in mexico but it's like you order three and you get like five you know it's like five. they like they're stacking up shit on the side mm. giving you extra tortillas and yeah. shit. you know i'm just i'm just going oh god <laughs> Fucking awesome. It's probably sacrilegious. I was going off on this the other day, but do we used to do uh, cream cheese and tacos, man? There's nothing no. better. Oh. Than so. Ooh, I don't know. I, don't know. I guess to each his own, but that is. We get some well, dirty looks yeah, on that one. There's, there's a lot of dishes with that or something like that, at least with cream, with sour cream. So yeah. you're not too far yeah. off. I get right. it. Yeah, yeah. There's some. That, it's all kind of fucking yeah. dairy, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's just kind of like. I, a, I won't judge you. Off. <laughs> <laughs> you can judge. You can judge. I'll, I'll redeem myself by saying I'm a big tamale guy. It's I might do I mean, a big I tamale over see, some I make tacos. Tamales. Even, honestly, like, oh, man. I know how to yeah. make it. Nothing bad. Do you do the whole like flour and everything, and just like scratch nut soup to nuts on it? Or? Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So he's had. Them. Yeah, no, nice, nice. Chicken and pork, beans. I've made all kinds of tamales, and no, I know so how to good, make them. I yeah. got my own recipe and stuff. I sell them around town. Nice. Okay. I haven't lately. Kind of took a step back because of prices and people. It's not <laughs> some yeah. things happen there, and I go, ah, well, I got to take a little break. Right. <laughs> I'm up again, and I told my mom I got to at least brush up on it, and I made some, sold a little bit, but nice. Trying to get nice. back on it. For a while, I was heavy into it, and then I just kind of step back and i kind of been more focused on the music i guess but cool tamales that's something that i'm gonna carry that forever i, I mean i could make it for myself or any little mm-hmm. like something i'll have forever and that's ever. awesome yeah. some about connect there's a connection between cooking and music isn't there i find a lot of musicians love to cook as well 
no, some of our like my te- thing the two things yeah i've always enjoyed cooking i know a lot of other guys that are into it too they seem to be like, there's some parallels man uh-huh. it's kind of that part art si- or part yeah. art, part science right because uh-huh. like you got to kind of play within the rules to be not yeah. too ridiculous but you get that little bit of freedom and kind of put your own spin take on take ingredients song, you know? from other things yeah, and put them yeah. together into your own thing you know no? Uh, well, <laughs> believe it or not when i was telling tony when i go to mexico i go i have go visit an aunt and because obviously this is now they're in mexico and they live there full time i don't so when i go there i make pasta dishes with shrimp and i make stuff that are like american or ah. italian they love it oh, that's cool i I'll get make it yeah. pizzas for them they, uh-huh. there's a lot of pizza places around there like a lot of mexican chains my brother says he's not too big on him. You know, I, I, I never bother with him. But so when I go there, I make this for them because they do so much for me. Right. They'll cook for me on other days. And I'll say, okay, today I'm going to make pizza. Yeah, so them, oh, so them awesome. they get all the freaking out. awesome yeah, tacos yeah. that we are like, yeah, oh, fuck, yeah. this is the shit to them. That's fucking everyday yeah. food to them. So like you yeah. go over there and whip up some good pasta. And yeah, Italian yeah. Food, they're like, hell yeah. Because yeah, the way I'm about, talking about yeah. tacos right now for them, you know. <laughs> yeah, think about Next time, throw some cream cheese in there. I'm I guess you could say that. That's a guess idea, right? He's throwing mm-hmm. the cheese. You'd be there. disowned and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually I, I cook and I just give though, them right everything. There. I don't even want it. Don't sleep like, on that. Uh, I'm going to eat something see else. What's up. <laughs> I walk outside in the street and I can just buy something. <laughs> mm. I just started, this is probably fucking old news to you, but I just started getting into like fucking like, and it's because there's better restaurants in Grand Rapids now of authentic tacos and shit, but like Barbacoa and El Pastor oh, okay. and shit like, and I mean, that's all I've ever wanted. It's just because finally now they're finally fucking serving it here, you know, so yeah. I'm just yeah. balls deep on it, yeah. dude. Oh, I don't even fuck around or nothing else. Like, dude, I, I just got done, so good. done smashing some of those. So mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know some yeah. spots around. Like I'm telling you, dude, I've spent, I've spent a little bit of time cruising around GR to some fucking spots, dude. Like you know getting some fucking good tacos there's know? a lot of good spots yeah. out there true yeah. i mean we we've been coming out here like so back in muskegon i mean if you you know you grew up in muskegon you know there wasn't much options there flamingo right? baby flamingo so what we we would do is back in the day we'd drive all the way out from muskegon out here just to get tacos so we'd find some little mm-hmm. taco spot smash yeah go hit up the mall yeah yes, sir. Buy, buy a slipknot album <laughs> yeah listen, listen to that the whole ride home <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll shout out fucking there's a spot uh it's right where, where i used to live it's not far from here it's it's la la Huasteca, i think is how you say it la Huasteca. yeah bro they don't they're chicken taco like the way they do the chicken like it's like a it's like they chop it's not pulled they like chop the chicken and they got their own fucking and they're like red sauce that goes oh, on it's that that thing up, bro <sighs> okay that's probably what it is i mean like and it's i mean these these is. people are i mean they're fucking it's very very authentic and i was going there since literally like the day they opened i lived it's like three houses from where i used to live and okay. i'd be, i'd eat there at least once a week but i mean it was literally like the first day they're open i'm fucking in there you had being a like, problem being yeah. like yo <laughs> you had a- you're like what's up with the tacos, it was, y'all. It was, yeah. it was time uh, for a taco yeah. intervention at that <laughs> point, right there. So, hey, guys, had yeah. your guinea pig in that shit from day one. <laughs> like they knew my order. Like when I'd fucking call, they knew my order. They knew what I fucking wanted. Oh, yeah. You know, like call Mr. Morgan, the usual. Uh, for real, <laughs> on point. Yeah, man. That's how good they are. Mm-hmm. When you find that right spot, there's a really successful chain here. They kind of chained it out. It's a uh, 
Ah, fuck, I'm going to space on the name because I'm drunk, but they were they were uh, a small family. They started it in like uh, East Grand Rapids area or something like that, and then uh, so successful, they've opened like three more locations, and there's one not far from here, too, and we've been hitting that one recently, and it's fucking good, too, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that shit. <laughs> no, that's that's good, you know, that they grew like that. And yeah, expand, yeah. So that man. says a lot about them. He's uh, making me hungry again. Right? <laughs> nah, I'm not hungry no more. <laughs> I think that like the uh, through... Uh, through a lot of things. I mean, just like uh, integration of people, but also the like the internet and the popularity of food shows and YouTube and stuff. Like, yeah. I think people are way more like open to like. I mean, when we when I was growing up, you know, for fucking white kid, a taco was like you know Taco Bell or whatever. Yeah. And it's like yeah. you know, so like the real like authentic like real taco, you know, is like. It's always some bastardized, like, American version of what, you know, some half-assed facsimile. You know what I've found fascinating lately is um, Indian street food culture. Yeah. Dude, like, I watched a couple videos on that, and all that's all that pops up on my timeline, and I can't help but I love Indian food. Dude, these guys, I mean, they put on a Mm. show, though, man. These guys fucking flipping his ladle in the air and catching it, dude. That's crazy. Dude, there's like nothing I want more in the world than a street vendor with meat on a stick. Oh, dude. It's, it's, it's like, you know, Pause. like, it's all I want out of See, life. You dude. just described like, a lot of countries. And so, uh, no, I bet if you went to every one, you'd find yeah. something just like that. And then we're fucking versions. it up in the States, man. We ain't no, you ain't no yeah. fucking well, guy with meat on so a stick. Hung up on, on, it's got to be dude. FDA pass. And is yeah. it, you know, certified yeah. by this fucking yep. agency and restaurants? Like, there's nothing better, dude. It's right off the fucking grill. Dude, yeah. It doesn't get any fresher. Guys know what they're doing Dude. for some reason you can legally do it in your home as long as you do it for yourself yeah. but you couldn't ma- market that uh-huh. the sell they are you well know. you know what it is exactly what it is everybody's got their yeah, you know, cut yeah. of the pie right yeah. 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 Bucks to the this. tamale kingpin Insurance. over here <laughs> <laughs> black market tamales. Tamales. <laughs> no i'm pretty actually <laughs> underground with that yeah 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 indeed off the radar is like you know yeah <laughs> Well, not no more. Now you just... Oh, you're going to be blown up now, bro. <laughs> yeah. Who's Who Mr. Smiley? You're going to be filling orders <laughs> now, son, that you're on this show. Yeah. <laughs> you can be reached at the Tamale King at <laughs> Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> We met, man, we used to order fucking uh, tamales from Flamingo, though, dude. Like, it, like oh, man, they used to just sell shit, them yeah. out. Of, mm-hmm. They probably still do, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, man, rest yeah. in peace, flamingos, man. Did Flamingo man. call it finally? I'm not. They, yeah, they've been gone for years. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flamingo and Flamingo Two over mm-hmm. in fucking. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I used to go for the chips and cheese with meat and gravy. That was yeah. my favorite yeah. thing from uh-huh. there. Yeah. Put that red salsa. Chorizo and eggs, uh, bro. Yeah, no. I was getting that chorizo and eggs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and fucking, uh, there's there's that place over there. Uh, it used to be really good. It's on Sherman. Um, it's kind of in that strip mall there. Oh, it's talking about uh, Tres Pablo, Amigos, Pablo, maybe. Three Amigos, Tres Amigos, I want to say. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Los Amigos. Los, Los Amigos. Amigos, yeah. That's yeah. Spanish for the Amigos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For you, for you they were good. Maybe you guys don't think, but it was like, to me, it was like they were really good when they started off. Like it was really on point, and then like it kind of fucking fell off. Yeah. You, know, you know, I don't know. They got taken over or something, but. Yeah, there's, there's, there's certain places. You know what? Um, The taco trucks that popped up, you know, it's been one of my things i've been wanting to go around and do a review on everybody and try to yeah. see you know who's the best yeah, one yeah, yeah, but i think yeah. uh, if i were to put it call it i'd be like uh i think it'd be tacos el primo the one that's over by frontier mart okay i know what you're yeah, talking i think yeah. he's got the mm. best ones a lot of people you're not yeah. the only one i've heard I that think from other people i mean the other guys are good they're yeah, good yeah. but like dude i mean it's 
I don't know. You've had tacos. When you have that one fucking yeah, good. Some about, and it can be different than another. It's just something about the way they combine those. And it's only like three, four ingredients. The way. <laughs> the meat, though. The seasoning <laughs> of the, the meat. meat. So crucial. Like cilantro. Cilantro, no cilantro. man. See, so many decisions. Man. I have the fortune right now that I have a brother that lived in Mexico so long. It comes to him naturally. He makes these things because he's yeah. worked with food so much. Yeah. So in our house, we never go out to buy anything. He makes it. Yeah. Or I and my kids learn from him and they do it and it's kind of like that because we'll make homemade tortillas sometimes our own like I'll get going. Oh, Should have came yeah, to just your house on Cinco de Mayo. What the <laughs> fuck, you know, man? Little taco buffet for us and stuff like Love that. that Damn, that sounds good as fuck, dude. We'll make like a, no. just a crispy. <laughs> I feel like we've been talking about tacos. Dude, dude, well, that's the thing. Bringing some stuff here tonight, that's bro. Awesome. I love tacos amazing. so much, so it's not. I'm not faking this, dude. Yeah, it's no, I don't blame my enough. shit, man. I think Mexican food. I've thought about this before. Like, what is your? I really love a lot of Asian food too. But, See, I do too. I and, do. And we all love all different kind of food, right? But yep, it's like exactly. if you gotta pick one, I've thought many times like it might be Mexican, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking the yeah. right Mexican is just like. Ugh. And for me, because I don't love carbs, like I love, I'll, I'll get down on Italian or whatever, but I like a lot of protein. I like spicy. You want that like, meat and I that like, savoriness, that the sauce. Yeah. I love hot sauce, and so it's kind of like for me, it's just everything. Some spice to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But also, like, there's something about, dude, I want to go to, like, just, like, Thailand or whatever. Same deal. Like, I want some fucking old lady to fucking cook me noodles on the street that's been doing yep. it for 40 oh, years. Yeah. Yep. You know, hasn't cleaned the pan once. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. You know it's going to be good. So good. You know it's going to be good. Yeah. That's my shit, too, man. Any of that crazy Asian food, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like that uh, uh, Andrew Zimmerman. That would have been like the dream yeah, job. Yeah. Like, dude, like, that's yeah. one thing with me. Like, I'll try anything. Like, me too. As long as I know yeah. I'm not going to yeah, kill you. Like, dude, way. I want yeah, to. Yeah. I want to experience anything, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I might draw my line. I don't think blood sausage sounds very appealing. But I've like, had it. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. there's the blood sausage. Yeah. Yeah. There's just some things that I mean, like, ah, dude. But. Easily the most metal encased meat, though. Blood sausage. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't think I can handle that. I mean, dude, I've seen, but in it was in some Latin American country on some show. They fucking slaughtered a goat and they drank the warm blood with cilantro oh, yeah, in it. Right yeah, then, you yeah, know, like yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If I waste could do no, that. you know. Yeah, we're like, kind of spoiled here, you know. Like yeah, we're yeah. wasting shit, you know. But yeah, just trying any. Like, but when it comes to beverages, that's different for me. Like Is I it? just can't. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'll try any kind of food, but if it's like a liquid, I'm like, yeah. dude, I don't know. Where well, you're drinking this fucking this. piss warm Corona right now? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but with fucking uh oh fuck I had something I was gonna say when I'm spacing it. Cover for me, quick. While you think of that, what's the, <laughs> so you said you're a little adventurous. What's the most wild shit you guys have ever eaten? It's like craziest, I'm craziest dish. I mean, <laughs> mm, let me see. Sound like you got a good answer over there, brother. Yeah. What do you got, Caesar? Because I, I can't think of. Well, we used to go hunting, and and this was in Mexico, and uh, as a matter of fact, this was my. Uh, Pablo's family, my uncle Pablo, yeah. our, our uncle Pablo's family, took us. He had a little ranch, and they said, you know, you, there's rabbits and snakes. So we found some rabbit, uh, some snakes, and then we found some rats. And they said, that, yeah. well, we can eat rats. You can eat. It. I've eaten rats. So you I'm can like, definitely eat rats. So I was yeah. a kid, and I was uh-huh. like, nah, you guys are kidding me. So yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Next thing you know, he's looking for him, and he caught some because they all lived around the cactuses. See, out there, you're uh, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So they're actually clean rats in a sense. They live mm-hmm. off the cactus. Mm-hmm. So we caught him. We prepared him. 
I wasn't that big on it. You know, I was like, okay, because there was grills off the rail. I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. like, no, I don't know if I'll do this again. <laughs> what did it taste like? It was kind of chicken. I, no, no, <laughs> believe it or not, rattlesnake tastes just like chicken, and yeah, that was delicious. Yeah. And yeah. I would eat that many times over uh-huh. and over again. Do you got to prepare that a special way to make sure you're not getting the venom, or is that no? Something? You no, got to kind of deal. Okay, what they did with this rattlesnake, you got to cut like a foot. From each end, I don't know what that, but that had something to do with it. And okay, it got right. from the end and from the head makes sense. And all snakes are edible. You can get though. that poison. Out. All of them. You can eat any snake. Yeah, actually, see, and actually, I, I think thought that because if, they're edible. But yeah, it's it's like a chicken because gator is more fishy. It is, uh, and I noticed that well, a rattlesnake is more like a chicken looking because it comes out white. When I put that on the grill, I fried it, mm-hmm. and it's just this big. You know, it's pretty neat because the meat just comes oh, off yeah. like that, and right. then you got some on the. So you ate a spine. rat. You ate a rat. You ate some rat. Yeah, me and Diego, we tried it. And it was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah okay, we tried it. I bet you like anything though. You could prepare it like, like you know, top up. I, mean, I, I think I, I think I tried squirrel stew one time. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of like, ah, dude. I think of a squirrel as a rat, kind of. So it's not that different, right? Yeah, it really kind of like, oh god, I don't know. Just a squirrel is basically a rat with a fluffy yeah. tail. <laughs> it really kind of is, you know. It's basically the same fucking thing. Yeah. When I when I did the rat thing for me, it was about let's be cool and eat this. This is messed up, you know. Oh it's yeah, like, I'm so we'll brutal right yeah. now. I'm so sick, and you yeah. know, yeah. It's almost like I was on a TV show thing. Right. I really wasn't like, oh yeah. Oh, this is exotic. Yeah. I'm gonna try this. I was like, this is gonna be bad, but screw it. Pulling some angry I did it in front of everybody. Yourself, My dad and all these people saw it, but then the other dude was eating it because he says he does it. So I was like, I was like, nah, it really isn't that good, you know? Right. Like, yeah. No, all right. Yeah. I, was like, I pass on the rat tacos. What's the weirdest shit you ever ate? I like I said, squirrel squirrel stew yeah. probably maybe uh, egg drop soup. I don't. <laughs> that shit was pretty weird too. I did have. Funky. I'm not a big egg drop guy. I love that. Give me that sweet and sour, baby. Give me that sweet and sour. I like on sour too, but I love some egg drop soup, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I stick with the general sour chicken. That's yeah. Where, that, I go. Really? <laughs> I mean, I like other. Chinese oh, food, man. but I usually that's my go to. You guys yeah. like sushi? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Sushi is yeah. fucking yeah. amazing. I've had sushi. See, that's I was going to tell you. Next time you go to LA, you got to try the Mexican infused sushi. Oh, dude. Oh, man. I, okay. I can't. I mean, just basically, just imagine your, your sushi, right? Yeah. With, you know, fresh fish, shrimp, or whatever, but with like cilantro and a little bit of jalapeno, yeah. some lime juice. Oh, shit. You know, a little bit of salsa. Dude, okay. it was fucking amazing. So then, you know, we go, and I've never had it before. You know, he said, hey, you want to go yeah. have sushi? And I'm not knowing where we go. So we walk in, and everything is just like that. You, all the smells. Mm-hmm. And the thing, they do it right in front of you so you can get these platters with a variety of everything yeah. on it. Like, oh, God, yeah. dude. Like, I wish we had one of those out here in Grand Rapids. Mexican infused. Fuck, dude, uh, I've never heard of it. But, I mean, uh-huh. if, if you go... Dude, I highly recommend. If you like sushi, I highly yeah. recommend it. And there's like, there's two locations. There's one called um, Senor Frogs, and then uh, another one called Senor Ceviches. Frogs. It's just some, it's just some yeah. big ass fucking club or whatever. Yeah, the but the, yeah, this I mean, they have one in Cancun. Sushi. Okay, yeah, yeah this is just yeah, a little sushi. Okay, you're talking about yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Senior Frogs, the place where you do like fucking spring belly shots. Yeah, spring, dude, spring break that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, no, but that's what that's what it's called. I'm fucking. Sending them, wow. plaza. But yeah, dude, that's yeah. so fucking good. I mean, I like seafood and 
all that kind of shit. Me too. So yeah. They have it with that little I like twist. pretty much everything. I do. I, I love. And this is actually what I was going to say when I spaced out. was like, I kind of, one of my pet peeves is people that are like really picky eaters. And I'm like, really? Like, I've always, I always yeah. try to tell people like, look, dude, people wouldn't be eating this shit for the last fucking 40,000 years if it wasn't good right you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. like i don't know so it's, it's exciting and fun to try new yeah. fucking yeah food man. Before. yeah and you know, like it's like and there is the adventure part to it like you don't have to do it all the time but it's like when in rome like try something new get out of here like uh, i had somebody cook me an ethiopian meal one time you know she was like uh from ethiopia and she was staying with a, a family here and so she was treating them to ethiopian food and he knew i liked weird shit so he was like why don't you come over she'll cook and do this thing they have this special seasoning they use there's like it was like this stew and a certain kind of bread it's kind of like indian-ish but it's not and like oh fuck yeah let's get down i didn't love it still though it was super fun i'm talking about it right now i was like i never had anything like it you know? yeah, so um yeah. how about how about the uh, fermented fish heads uh, oh, I don't know. Stuff. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Food, yeah. I mean, like, how do you <laughs> yeah. how do you come up with that? You know, like, oh, yeah. waste that's not, where time's called. Yeah, that's for measure. Yeah. And then also too, you know, the, the, they'll they'll eat the the blubber, the whale blubber. I would yep. try whale I would blubber. Try it. I would love to have a whale. Steak. It doesn't look very great, uh-huh. but I mean, I would. I would. I mean, I just figure it's kind of chewy. Maybe like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean. I went down a rabbit hole. I read Moby Dick. So I went down a rabbit hole about like that era and whaling and all that and how they used to, they'd fucking catch these whales for the blubber and shit, but then they'd just be hacking off steaks to eat because they got to eat out on these ships and shit, right? Just steaks that are bigger you know you could cut a steak the size of this table off of a fucking whale you know <laughs> and like feed everybody cooking them and, and i'm just like i don't try some fucking whale steak yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah, the sweetest of endangered <laughs> meats for sure yeah. it's a bald eagle right. <laughs> yeah anything on the endangered list exactly. you guys exactly. got any bingle tiger <laughs> <laughs> i mean people eat i mean like horses eating all over the world yeah. uh uh, yeah. yeah, Taco Bell, bro. It's uh, American yeah. day, bro. Hey, oh. I don't know. How about dog? Do you think you? I don't know. I could uh, see. That's the thing, man. I can't I, like it. But, but it's why eat. though? Why you draw the line? Exactly. Because for yeah. us, they're like pets. But yeah, it's uh, exactly. I get. I get what you're saying, dude. You yeah. know. I mean. I mean. I don't think I would. I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, they do. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Lots of fucking maybe one of those little yippy ones. Like yeah. 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 lots of camel being eaten out there. A little sweet and sour sauce on it. Yeah, maybe they fucking right. they're cooking up a lot of camel though. You Camel's hear that? Supposed shit? To be yeah. shit. I get down to some camel for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. a camel. Uh, you know what? I probably would try any of that stuff in jerky form. Definitely put some camel jerky. <laughs> jerky. Yeah. You like camel jerky? jerky. Yeah. Any, yeah, any type of exotic animal. Too, Just put it in jerky form. It doesn't make it so bad. <laughs> Smoke it and dry it. <laughs> right. and you're fucking good. Chew on it for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely. To me, it's it is kind of always like a when in Rome thing too. Like if somebody's doing something that's like, hey, this is our cultures or something we're doing. Like we we eat this all the time or whatever. It's part of our even even it's our heritage and like i'm definitely down i'm down to try like there's there's so very little that i'd be like absolutely not bugs that's tough too that's i think tough too. i think i yeah. could do insects yeah i have i can yeah i could do insects yeah. over 
what kind of bug? Cockroach, la cucaracha. Uh, well, like grasshoppers and <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that's an insect. I mean, I would look at that as an insect. Bugs. So, like, I, I would eat a grasshopper. That's actually good, man. I've had some yeah. grasshopper and cricket. Yeah, and stuff. yeah it's a little shit like that. Salted they they like fry them and salt them and shit. They were nice and fried and they put lime and a little yeah. salt. I'm just not trying to eat no larvae or worms. Yeah, man. That's that squishy factor. What do they call those squishy ones? Grubs? Oh, no. No way, man. No goddamn way, dude. I mean, even though I think one experience I do want to do is um try to do the survival, right? Try a survival challenge yeah. where uh, you're like thrown in the woods. For, yeah, you got bro, and you got to survive off the land. Uh, you got clothes on you your back, maybe a couple tools little tools. Or whatever, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You got yeah. a knife and a hatchet. Yeah, you get to fucking do the work. You got to be able to make a make make a fire and shelter. Give give me what I need to do that. I think I'll be good. Always wanted to try that. you guys should go, dude, and then we'll we'll film it. There you go. We'll do it. It's like a testament, you know. It's one of those things. Do that alone. Shit, but it's Danger, just YouTube Danger, in the yeah, Danger, Dangerville naked Dangerville and out here behind my house, you know, like just in the woods out here. You're ten, you're ten feet from the bathroom, just living out there. Uh, two, two hours later, yeah, fucking set some flamingos. Y'all in my pool. Get the, what the fuck? Shut my pool. DoorDash shows up at their tent. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you can't call DoorDash, man. That's cheating. You said we get two Pizza. tools. One of them's the iPhone. And then fail to tip the driver when he gets like, dude, they got my order wrong. The driver's like, I just delivered to a Sasquatch. (laughs) What the fuck was that? All right, boys. (laughs) Listen, I got kind of a, at least what I think is a pretty fucking funny story that happened to me at my day job today. (laughs) Do tell. Yeah, yeah. Well, you remember a a few pods ago, I told the story about the guy who ran into the telephone pole and kept running into it. Oh, yeah. Saw the uh, the YouTube on that one. (laughs) That's a whole other thing. But all right. So the shit fucking it's kind of hearing like it's kind of like rumors about something kind of like happened out of the job site today. We're contractors. We have installers that work with they're out installing a product and they work with other contractors who are also out installing their products right our builder rep guy he gets a call from a, a different builder that's at the same job site as one of our guys okay right? okay and he he's like so one of your installers asked me for my number and i thought that you know it was just like a networking like you know like right. or even like because, you know, installers can kind of, like, jump ship sometimes and, like, hey, like, you know, I'll Get work something lined up for down the road if you need maybe it, it was, yeah. a, you know, something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he gives him his number. You know, we're thinking it's just a supply thing or whatever. And, uh, I see guy, where this one's going. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the dude texts him, and he goes, he said in the text, and it's fucking weird, and let, let me try to explain, but he, he says... <laughs> He goes, do you suck dick and oh, do you shit. smoke oh. meth? <laughs> Holy shit. And wow. I saw the screenshot of this text. And so, but here's what's crazy about it before I go on is there's no punctuation. So there's not a question mark. And it, it the way at first, the way you read it, it almost sounded like he was like insulting the guy. Like he was almost saying, like accusing oh, him, yeah, yeah. like our, or, or even yeah. saying, like, "Are you a fucking idiot?" Basically saying, right. like, "Maybe you fucked something yeah. up." And him going, like, yep. "Do you smoke meth? Like, what are you fucking?" Yeah. you know. But upon like further review of the situation, 
we think what really happened there was that should have been a question mark and he was propositioning this guy. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. The dick pic was the next kid coming yeah, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Wow. So, fucking... Uh, <laughs> dude the the other the receiver of said text calls our office oh. and, you know as a, as a you know but almost like he wasn't like pissed it was more like a courtesy almost like hey do you know that like like one of your dudes is out here doing this kind of shit and the dudes only worked for us for like only like a couple weeks so like oh, you know <laughs> wow dude. that's crazy wow yeah dude out of control man yeah, yeah. so yeah. needless to say you know he didn't think that one through. He didn't think that one through, and he's not going to have a job there any longer, Damn. I'm sure. You know, so did the guy blow him? So, yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> the moral of the story is they uh, smoked some meth. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Uh, I get off at six. But it's like, oh, my God. Like, can you imagine? Like, the balls to come out uh, fire in that hot, dude. What uh-huh. kind of fucking... Like, shit was going when, to happen before that too like I yeah this seems like a good text like, on the on the on the job yeah, like, that was either an act of yeah. desperation or a cry for help one <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I think so yeah that shit's just fucking wild so anyway yeah. I thought that was just too wild to, to Damn, not share that's so. out of control there's <laughs> a marinating there in your head <laughs> <laughs> well today was fucking wild and we were talking about it a little bit earlier man just like working shit and like dude fucking it's a full moon tonight too oh, or it was either yesterday or tonight but either way it's like it's full moon time right now okay. people are just fucking crazy right now dude and Cinco de Mayo you got fucking all the Mexicans are under the full moon Damn. fucking dancing around yes. <laughs> <laughs> wearing your skull paint drinking they turn, they, they, they turn into they turn into little chupacabras yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. translation that's uh, turning into little goat the suckers. goat sucker man yeah. don't get started on a chupacabra oh. I'm been following that. Have you ever seen up. one? I've seen everything they thought was one. Yeah. You know, like every piece of quote unquote evidence, uh, pictures, everything, dude. Oh yeah, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll go down. What's your uh, What's your book that you read on that? That you're a big fan of that Chupacabra thing? Wasn't the uh, Skinwalker? Was oh, that, that Chupacabra? No, stuff, that's that not different? Chupacabra okay. exactly. That's more Native American stuff. But uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. yeah I mean, okay. like the, I mean, the Chupacabra was started actually in Puerto Rico originally, and yeah, then moved yeah, into Central so. Mexico and up to. Yeah. Uh, you know, into Texas and into America and that kind of shit. Uh, most of it's just dogs with mange, but dude, there is some wild shit about the chupacabra, man. That's that's unexplainable, dude. In my yeah. opinion. So if the stories are true, you know. So yeah, I've yet to have my chupacabra yeah. experience. I think it's real. I don't know. You got any insight on that? Like in Mexico, is well, like, they, is it just a joke? Is it like? No, they're talking. About, they talked about it. I remember when this happened. My parents lived in Mexico at the time, so they saw a lot of things on TV. There's specials, yeah. documentaries, right. news. Uh-huh. No, it was a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a mystery. To this day, it's kind of a mystery that yeah, they, yeah there's all this evidence, dude. Like, and just like you said, it's mm-hmm. out there. It's crazy. Mexican parano- paranormal shit. It's yeah. fucking ten times scarier, dude. I don't know if yeah, it's just because really. of how it's said or how it's brought, but dude, mm-hmm. there's so much crazy stories that i've heard growing up that it's like a lot of unexplained stories like you know a lot of people out there if you know like when you're from the country or whatever they're like from you don't live in the and you know in the big cities though they call it you know they live in a a rancho right it's Mm -hmm. like a ranch right yeah Yeah. and like more of the rural areas right so you hear a lot of crazy stories about things that happen to people out there in the middle of the desert at night and that's the wildest shit you've heard about that yeah like ufo 
Like, I mean, I, you know, it's crazy because there's a lot of UFO sightings in Mexico, but you just hear different ghost stories of, you yeah. know, people encountering things and hearing yeah. things and and people it's, appearing, dead people appearing. Uh, a lot of unexplained things like that. Uh-huh. You, well, yeah. I mean, there is that. There's and there's more of that openness within the culture. I feel to experience that stuff. That is, I mean, literally like Day of the Dead. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of I mean, yeah, they got a whole holiday where they celebrate. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it's yeah. to me like growing up. That was always, you know, my dad would tell us stories. Obviously, you guys hear about, you know, La Llorona. That was like one of the scariest ones to me growing up. But no, wait, you, what? Hold oh, on, you never heard down. about this? What one? is this? Oh, wait, you never heard about the weeping woman? They made a please. movie about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. okay. I mean, you want to tell them? You want to tell, wanna, me. tell them the the, the well, I, I quite don't know. You, you don't quite like. Okay, quite so know. I know what, other what we were told. So there, there's there's a there was a woman, right? Yeah. And um, she had a husband who was wasn't being faithful to her. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So in an act of revenge to get back to her husband, this woman takes their children down to the river. Uh, yeah. And she drowns. Yeah. Her children. Yeah. Right? It's kind of a tale all this time. Yeah. Say, like so then, so then now there's you know so now this lady comes back and mm-hmm. you know she you know ends up dying or whatever i don't know if she's murdered i you know this one of the things is she's always crying yeah and she's always talking about her kids yeah. oh, so basically my children yeah. oh my like she regrets she lives ah. with this regret and you hear this regret uh, and it torments yeah. you so yeah. that's where the I think it's a torment that a lot of people. Uh, this to me sounds story. almost more yeah. like folklore. Yeah, this, yeah. this has yeah. more of a moral. It's like some you, some you, you tell know. your kids, you know, what yeah. I'm saying? It's, it's, like, it's, hey, it's a moral of like you know, like for the man, like you, you know, this is what will happen to you. It's a cautionary tale it's type yeah. thing. Yes, but uh, I can tell you in Monterey, there's a story, and this was took place in these last fifty years or something. A cab driver picked up a girl and went. She told him to take her to this address. So he went there, and she said to go knock on the door and get this guy out. So he went and knocked. The guy comes out. Well, there's this lady. Blah blah blah. When he said the name, this dude just turned into a like freaked. Now, when the cab driver and the guy looked, there was nobody there. Uh, and she'd been dead for a long time. And it was his girlfriend. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And see, they talk about this. Is, I can, you know, the dude says, I'm not making this up. I picked up this lady. Yeah. The dude was freaking out, but the other dude was freaking out because he gave her by name. He even described what she looked like in the right. game. That was my girlfriend. Oh, Bro. shit, dude. <laughs> and there's, there's a handful of different stories like that in Monterrey. And that's uh-huh. just one city. You go to uh, every different yeah. city, you're going to find a bunch of unexplained, weird things like that I bet, I so bet. crazy where do you guys fall on that you think you put any uh put any credence in that you buy it or no you know it's hard to say because there's so many of them you makes you wonder but you know you, yeah there's just so many there is a folklore element or urban legend like modern folklore where shit spreads and then it, one guy tells now you're telling me on a podcast now mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell my homie and the next thing you know it's three other you know it ain't the same I story mean, at least and, 10 uh, listeners are gonna hear that story uh, and spread it out to more people well, you, you, know? you being down in monterey like where you guys are at and you know saying being able to see the openness of the sky out there have you ever seen anything crazy looking just up shooting stars because stars. Like, mm-hmm. it's so nice and crystal clear there for some reason that just yeah something about it in the mountains being those big mountains really points mm-hmm. that out and then when you see things you'll see that a lot oh, it's right. gonna be awesome but yeah. there's a lot of ufo sightings i've so, ever seen it. some of the biggest ufo sightings that have ever been have been mexico city and and you my know my parents talk about it there was a period and it was mm-hmm. on the news a lot and they heard that there were sightings in monterrey too yeah, my parents can tell you more about it than i did because they yeah. were there 
for a while after I when I moved there mm-hmm. they stayed there for the longest. South America too. Brazil is one of the there's some of the craziest fucking UFO shit that's ever happened. Now, it's now been in Brazil, I, dude. That's what's kind of what they said. They had like a Roswell thing that happened down there. I think there's mm-hmm. a thing resurging right now because uh. Uh, and I had heard of this case, but the dude was just on Rogan because he just dropped a documentary about it. He's been looking into it for like 15 years or something. Uh, it's in fucking uh, Virginia, you know, like uh, Virginia, basically. Uh, and it's it's a fucking, there's a sighting of like, it's a whole thing. It's a whole bunch of different things, but it's basically a UFO crashed with beings in it. And these little creatures got out and walked around the fucking city and there's all these different sightings of them and they died and then they took them to the hospital and the doctors did fucking x-rays and and this was in the 1990s and so oh, most shit. of these people are still alive and there was witnessed by like hundreds uh-huh. of people because it happened like around an elementary school so it was yeah. all these like, kids teachers everybody telling the same story huge city it's apparently the, you know, one of the dudes that was transporting one of the aliens to get help or whatever because they were all crashed like he died of some crazy disease yeah, sure. within like a, a, a dude who was a, a uh, he was like, like a, i think he was a military police of some sort uh mm. when they they encountered this thing and that he jumped out without thinking and he like grabbed it and put it in like the back of the car or something and he grabbed it with his bare hands and he was dead like three days later Holy they're fuck. all talking about this smell that permeates yeah fucking it's supposed to be like everything between the machinery and like the bile just the scent of the aliens they said it was like, like unbearable they had damn, to i think people were burn saying, part of yeah. the hospital because the smell yeah. was so bad they couldn't get that shit like out people of were like like weeks later it's still in my, i've been flushing my nose out with saline and, and Dude, bleach and crazy. shit or whatever and i can't Dude. fucking get and the, the government out. closed up that was the thing that lended yeah. a bunch of legitimacy to it was that i think it was documented right uh that the government like shut this area down quarantined it all and i think that's like all on record and it's part of the thing it's like holy shit maybe this is i'll have to check that back that that sounds really interesting i don't want to watch it bad too i listened to the podcast about it and heard the dude talk about it i watched i watched the documentary and i had heard of this shit before but this guy deep dived i didn't know half of this shit i can't remember it you know i'd heard grumblings of it in the right, ufo right. community from before that or whatever and uh yeah it's wild it's called point of contact or moment of contact moment of contact or something yeah. like that. it's on like you know whatever it's on amazon or whatever you fucking rent it up okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty pretty fucking balls deep in that ufo yeah. shit when it's around like, and that one's pretty fascinating <clears> but yeah man it, but it's it is known in ufo fucking things that you know mexico and fucking latin america south america like there's like more shit going on there than about anywhere in the world They're like hot spots for hot spots yeah. yeah and russia is the other fucking fucking yeah. russia yeah, yeah. <laughs> surprised they, they haven't shot one down yet. <laughs> they probably yeah. have dude we wouldn't know about it i mean i didn't know about exactly. this brazilian yeah. you know sighting until yeah. you know recently and apparently with the brazilian thing it kind of ends up with the fucking americans come in and fucking take it all and shut it all down you know basically our military just fucking comes in and just, you know, whatever. I don't know. That's what they say. So. <laughs> we live in a world of mysteries. Uh, yeah. This world itself, us, who we are, where we come from. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else, it's it's all a mystery. And I guess we're here to enjoy ourselves. And while we're at it, we're going to yeah. learn something or discover something. Yeah. 
That's it's the most I, kind of fun stuff in a way, yeah, though. You know, yeah, like yeah. thinking about things like, way. okay, we got this thing pretty well pegged, and we know what's going on here. And like, once all that mystery's gone, man, so some of that shit yeah, is yeah. so interesting and fun mm-hmm. to think about, yeah, and like yes. how much more is out there. It's yeah, cool. and it's like, no, there's a thing called the goat sucker, dude. Right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for we real. We got a fuck. goat sucker somewhere <laughs> on our planet right now. Holy fuck shit, it. man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one thing that uh, sort of like the modern world's lost touch with a little bit. And there is still more of that. And maybe that's part of it is because there is still more of that there in Mexican culture, uh, Native American culture, which is kind yeah. of, you know, it's all related, right, and everything. And so there, there's still a much more <clears throat> openness to that sort of, I don't know, spiritual side of, of yeah. things or whatever, yep. you know. Exactly. And, yeah, and I think we've kind of lost that, so... I don't know. Well, there's so much cynicism here too, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody's afraid to be in the the crazy nutcase and getting lumped into this. I think people are more yeah. hesitant to accept it sometimes too. Oh yeah. But then you get into like we were talking about the fucking the pyramids and shit down there. Like, I mean, dude, like that shit's even even the reality of that stuff. This is not paranormal at all. The way these people built those things and star alignments and archaeoastronomy and all that shit, dude. And it's the same in Egypt and all over the world and whatever, but hugely in Mexico and other, and it's like, holy shit, man. Like these, these guys were up to fucking something. Yeah, dude. They, like, they knew, they knew, a, <laughs> they knew a lot more than we think yeah, they did. Man. You know, yep. I think at the end of the day, yep. it's like, it's just, it's just been so long. Yeah. And I think, you know, I can, I can kind of agree with it. I think it's been a lot longer than what we've been told. It's yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. So with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, just imagine. I mean, mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You yeah. start from scratch. Yeah. How many guys you know that can do heart surgery? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's like at exactly. some point, yeah. it's going to yeah. take thousands or hundreds of years before somebody mm-hmm. got that down again, right? You know? I mean, so, we'd be yeah. totally back to square one. Think about how fucking dependent we are on phones and dude. technology. Oh, the grid yeah. goes down. Yeah. All your money just mysteriously disappears. Yeah. There's yeah. no yeah. bank records. That shit's gone. Dude. I, Everything's had, mechanized. I would have had the know? map quest you guys to get here. <laughs> Day, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm still printing on MapQuest, dude. <laughs> He's got a fax machine, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man, 100. And the and the, I, th- I believe the most accurate calendar that's ever been devised by people is that Mayan calendar. Mm. As far as you know, because our calendar's off by a quarter of a day, dude. Yeah, all, all that stuff is freaking fascinating, bro. It's yeah, like man. you know, how, how did yeah. these, how did these cultures that are so far from each other have so much in common you know like mm-hmm. so you know with the mm-hmm. you know building of those those pyramids and where the placement is and how yeah. they all align some way or the other yeah. like dude like who's putting well, these yep and who's putting these puzzles together you the, know so, the layouts of these things in mexico mirror perfectly the stars and the layouts of these things in egypt half of the world away mirror the stars and we find these other things all over the world that do this and it's like these cultures shouldn't have been connected, but yet kind of clearly they are. They're both do, all doing this with pyramids and like, it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. fucking crazy. Yeah. The man. coolest slash wildest theory about the pyramids that I've heard is the, uh, the one about like using acoustic resonance yeah. to move the blocks, right? Like yeah. you get on a certain sound yeah. frequency yeah, and fucking man. levitate Dude. some stuff mm-hmm. like, you know, Probably but, bullshit, but pretty well, fun and wild. Well, they, about, you know? well, <laughs> they, sure. don't they say too that like to like you know what we consider ancient Egyptians, the pyramids were ancient to them. Exactly, you, you know what yeah, I'm saying. So it's just like, yeah. dude, how far back? Yeah, 
and the Sphinx. Go, you know? I've been and I've been listening to yeah. one about the Sphinx, and that's even supposed to be even more ancient, you know. And like the Sphinx is like the face that's on the Sphinx wasn't originally that. It was yeah. it was a lion. Oh, the whole thing was a lion. They carved it down. A, a guy, a human, whatever king, did carve it down to look like him. But that was much much later, out of his own ego, you know. So who knows what 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 exactly. it looked like before? Fucking right? wild, dude. And it faces Leo. It's a lion, and it faces Leo exactly at a certain year. And if you dial that back, it, it's like thirteen thousand years ago. It's a goddamn younger Dryas. It's fucking Graham Hancock. <laughs> I always wonder about that uh, shit, though. Like, did they really line it up that way, or is it just like, oh yeah, it happened to work out pretty nicely? You know, it's, it's like, like one shit, time dude, every ten like, years uh, it happens like, to do uh, the uh, thing we think it should do. Or was it just some dudes who got high and were like, let's build a lion, bro? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then some guy was like, look, it lines up with Leo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Check for out sure. that start. That shit's wild. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they didn't want to do Orion the Hunter because. It was gonna be too much work. Right, The pyramids are Orion, dude. The three main pyramids oh, are exactly fuck. fucking Orion's that, belt, dude. Yeah, that's why dude. that one slightly offset. I'm so fucking dumb, bro. It, no, it, no, I know you're joking, but that's what's wild about it, dude. And like, yeah, what? And what pisses me off is I'm gonna soapbox a little bit here is the stuff from uh, the Mayans and the Aztecs and stuff. In the scheme of things, not that long ago. Not that long ago. And the only reason we don't know 90% of this stuff about what the fuck they were up to is because the Spanish conquistadors, the Catholics and whatever of Spain and all these, yeah. literally, literally destroyed it all intentionally. Yeah. They oh, yeah. You, know? The history. Uh, you know, and it's like, yeah. that's Dude. the reason we don't know. It's the fucking like, Pope. It's bro. not like it was lost to the sands of time and we will never know. Yeah, no, yeah. some dickheads just 600 years ago. <laughs> right. like, That's no, not that long ago, dude. No. Like Burn this, kill mm -hmm. them. It was a lot of valuable information. And For real, man. It, yeah. uh, that to me is like the travesty of all time and it's the same of the burning of the library of Alexandria. It was the same mm -hmm. thing. Essentially, to that point, the entirety of human knowledge of Europe and that part of the world was stored in this one place and they were like, let's probably burn that down. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck! No, no, they didn't want, no, no, no. Yeah. They wanted full control. They Pisses me off so bad, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just for, for nothing. Yeah, for nothing. <laughs> Bro. Mm. What's that, sir? It's been a long week, man. It has indeed. Finding it really, really hard to keep up on current events. So many different places to look. So hard to know who to trust in the, uh, the news industry these days. You're leaning left or you're leaning right. right. How do you find a source you can trust? It's hard to get a good uh, down and dirty, give me the brass tags here. Right. Let's, uh, let's right. do a little something maybe to get All the people uh, up to speed on the week's news here. Okay. We're on a pretty tight ship in case you uh, guys haven't said we're really on top of our game. <laughs> we take pride in our craft here and what we do. All right. First up on the docket, we've got a WEF survey that says the world will shed 14 million jobs by 2027. Ooh. So the World Economic Forum predicts that in the next four years, the world will see an eye-popping job decrease of 14 million, which is basically 2% of all the jobs we have in the world right now just getting fucking iced out because of technology and stuff. Pretty crazy. Damn. So these soon-to-be defunct jobs will join the ranks of other positions that have been eliminated over the years, including switchboard operator, mm -hmm. newspaper typesetter, 
and Brendan Fraser's dietitian. <laughs> However, there is a bit of a silver lining here. Some jobs are set to see a boom in the coming years. Uh, so we've got things like uh, AI machine learning specialists, right? That's going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. Information security analysts, obviously. And bariatric surgeons that live near Brendan Fraser. Wow. Wow. Stark rise over the next oh, years. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're really it's been a few weeks since we had a good I, Brendan Fraser fat joke. I we love were the mummy. That. <laughs> right. Oh, dude. And the mummy is an alarming. And Zeno man, man, bro. Yeah, yeah. this guy Ooh. loves Polly Shore more than about anybody in the Polly world. I love me some Polly Shore. Yeah. I love me some Brendan Fraser. We always oh. break his balls. We got to see that whale movie. It's been <laughs> on the list. Have you seen the movie? All right. What do you got there, guy? You ready for this? Muslim mayor says he was blocked from a White House event because he's Muslim. Okay. Did you guys see this in the news? Did not. No. Uh-uh. Longtime Prospect Park, New Jersey mayor, Mohammed uh, Karula. I was going to butcher sorry, the name. Sorry, Mohammed, man. <laughs> Shout out, bro. Sorry, I butchered your name. He says he was blocked from attending a White House celebration because he's Muslim. Upon hearing about the incident, President Joe Biden assured the public it had nothing to do with the fact that he's Muslim, but it's simply because he's not white. <laughs> I get, I'll gotta I'll laugh on Caesar. Come on, man. Caesar's on board with that one. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> Bask in the glory for a minute here. All right. So next up, we've got a bill would allow 14-year-olds to serve alcohol in Wisconsin. Ah, yes, yes. God bless them, yeah. Okay. So the bill would reduce the current legal age of servers from 18 to 14, citing that the current age limit on serving alcohol causes workforces issues uh, due to establishments underage employees only be able to do do half of their job. Yeah. So the proposed bill has gotten a lot of support from many already, including Jelaine Maxwell, who commented, it's fiscally irresponsible to pay a worker to do half a job. That would have been like Jeffrey paying 13-year-olds to handle the deep tissue massage portion and having to pay a 16-year-old to come in and finish up the job for the happy ending. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Worst episode ever. Slow right, news week. I, I also <laughs> saw this one, okay, and I wrote something, too, about it. And this may be the worst fucking thing that I've ever written on this thing for sure to hear too. But it's a bold statement. It's but yeah, it really is. I was trying to find <laughs> Don't the be angle. ridiculous. You said many terrible jokes. <laughs> the, <laughs> so the headline is: Bill would allow fourteen-year-olds to serve alcohol in Wisconsin. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay. (laughs) So basically, I'm not even going to do the joke because I had trouble writing it, but basically my angle was, it's not a bill. It's just my neighbor, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) So I had this whole thing about how I reached out to uh, uh, the guy to see who created the piece of legislation. It turns out it's just some guy named Bill who's tired of waiting so long for his next line in Kugel. You know, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Bill really the, bad. Bill in the corner is going, it's fine by me. Uh, yeah. Exactly. That's, no, that's just my neighbor Bill thinks that. <laughs> it's a good angle. It's a good angle. <laughs> All right. So we've got a woman has a loud and full body orgasm during the L.A. Philharmonic concert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So a woman in the balcony at the Walt Disney, of all places, the Walt <laughs> Disney Concert Theater, by the way, the most family friendly fucking company in the world, had a loud and full body orgasm during a performance of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So, however, upon further investigation, it was determined that the groans were actually coming from the husband who had just learned that there were still another two hours left to go <laughs> in their performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Kidding aside, the woman was interviewed after the concert and said, it was an incredible experience. My husband's pianist certainly never made me come like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Oh, little All pianist right. joke. I there. like that. Got I a like couple that. more here. The mm-hmm. tuba players were like, it was pretty neat. We've never actually seen a woman come before. <laughs> <laughs> An honorable, that's good yeah. that's good honorable mention oh, they're all good don't kid yourself yes. <laughs> bringing the bangers today an honorable mention though the pianist was on an extended rest during that portion of the show <laughs> it appears as though he still found a way to tickle the ivory <laughs> Pretty, 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 pretty good. And I'm spent on that joke. I'll have what she said. <laughs> I'm pulling up that fucking symphony right after this show, bro. <laughs> Go home See and catch up. a beat to that. Uh, I'm sure, dude. Don't look at me, guys. <laughs> Playing that tonight. Trying to get it done. I ain't even got to be in the room. <laughs> All right. Moving on here. You see about this shit? Little Hero. A boy stops a Michigan school bus with ill driver. You seen this shit? Yeah, this is in the this is in the real news. A seventh grade boy named Dylan Reeves grabbed the steering wheel on a school bus and hit the brakes, bringing the vehicle to a safe stop on a busy Detroit area road after the driver had passed out. And it's all on camera. And I did watch it, and it is uh, he really did fucking save the day. The school superintendent said, "I don't know." That it could have gone any better. When you have an anchor like Dylan taking care of business on the bus, it really and truly was a good day for us. Dylan doing work. Dylan doing work. Young Dylan Reeves declined to speak to reporters Thursday, but his parents, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, (laughs) were no doubt proud. Yes! (laughs) Throw it in the speed joke. Come on! He's on the bus! Yeah. Reeves. It's it in his jeans. Get the fuck out of here. here. <laughs> <laughs> My only uh, qualm with that joke is why did you have to preface that by saying in the real news? Like, what do you think we're doing here, brother? We're bringing oh, yeah, the people yeah, yeah. to fucking. <laughs> this was on. Uh, this was on M Live or something. That fucking. The oddity <laughs> section of the fucking AP. In fairness, it's the Associated Press. It's like how's the quality you sir. It's legitimate sources. <laughs> this, was, this was in real news. Yeah. We guys are bringing. We're bringing you the heaviest of hitters at for all sure, times. For sure. This is the most burning. You news can't get this anywhere yeah, else, indeed. except for of course AP oddities. <laughs> all right. Uh, how many more do you got there, guys? Uh, I got a good three. I got a good three okay. left. Uh, two. I got I was, two. Two. All right. <laughs> I'm debating on back pocketing one here. Should, I, should we burn through them or should I Do save one want, on cool. the pocket for next week? All right. This one's questionable. I'm going to preface this. I was super happy with this one. Right. saying they're all good, but they're all questionable. Yeah, indeed, yeah. All right. So student eats artwork of a banana duct taped to a museum wall. <laughs> okay. So on Thursday, an art student from Seoul National University, or Seoul National University, rather, uh, removed the banana duct taped to a wall at the Liam Museum of Art, which is an iconic work from Italian artist Moriazzo Catalan. It's real iconic. Yep. And he ate it because he was, quote, hungry. Yes. So, yeah, apparently this is art now. The student was actually in the mood for soup, but noted that the line for the Andy Warhol exhibit was simply too long to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll allow that. I'll allow 
all that. Side uh, note, this kid is literally my favorite person in history. For real, He's calling dude. bullshit, going, yeah, you got a banana duct tape. How fucking lazy are we getting? Dude. I bet you the artist would be constitute. laughing his ass off yeah, about dude. that, too. How, how like, long does that banana stay, though? Right, like, right. It's got to start turning they black. They switch out and then do not sell the banana. A little bonus news bit. Wow. They switch it out like every three days, I think, or seven days. And then they just throw it away after that? Oh, my God. Right. Pigeon legendary art. What is it? And they're mad. If they change it every three days, they're mad this kid ate one of them. Yeah. Dude. Get the <laughs> fuck out it's of stinks, here. Dude. Messed up their schedule. Yeah. It, yeah it's utter damn. bullshit. The banana man. schedule. <laughs> All these smug art fucks just showing up in their turtlenecks. Oh, it's breathtaking. The, the banana duct tape to a wall. Yeah. Fuck it's you. Genius. Did you see that thing where this shit happened where uh, somebody left their glasses on the, on the ground, like basically against the wall at a museum somewhere? And they people started thinking it was a fucking part of an art exhibit or something. And people <laughs> were like taking pictures of it and all this shit. Like Jesus, that's Christ. amazing. That's the best thing I've wow. ever heard. Yeah. What was that movie with fucking uh, Gyllenhaal? It was he was an art dealer. Oh and then yeah. The art starts killing people. Yeah. That's like oh, a great movie. Yeah, Did you guys yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah, shit? I remember that. Yeah, that was a weird super flame, fun movie. Gyllenhaal I makes. Vaguely weird remember, but I do remember. Loved that movie. It's not that old. It's a couple. Well, a couple years old. Rene Russo. Yeah. Shout out Rene Russo. Big Rene Russo mm. fan. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, German soccer match abandoned after referee Dalston Beer. Yes, I saw this. Wow. Right. A soccer game in Germany was abandoned on Sunday after the referee was Dalston Beer by an angry fan at halftime, who apparently was unhappy with the ref's decision to award a penalty to the opposite team. So... The decision was made to halt the game, not due to any harm to the referee, but because the beer in question was a fine, warm German lager and the players simply didn't have the heart to continue. <laughs> no, so good. no good. No <laughs> good. <laughs> The Germans love beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get it. We get it. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was thinking about going. I wanted to go with like a Bud Light angle or maybe like uh, I didn't pour it on him. Kid Rock shot it out of my uh, hand. But I, I couldn't quite that's make it That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was trying to go for some other thing that was a, a spokesman for the Irish the Irish National Soccer League called all involved a bunch of wankers and need to get the sand out of their vaginas. <laughs> that, was, that was my other angle on that. No, that was pretty bad. Those fucking soccer fans, though, dude. Everybody thinks oh, football dude. fans are nuts, dude. Those dude, them guys, yeah. them guys meet up before yeah, the yeah. game and hey, fight each other. Yeah. Those English <laughs> fucking yep. soccer uh -huh. hoops. Sorry, it's man, but I, I love the Lions, but not enough to like, yeah, right. beat brawl with a bunch of guys I don't know. It's like, I'm good. Yep. Over the Bears. 70 plus <laughs> years of losing will uh, take the fight right out of you. Fuck, <laughs> Speaking yeah. as a fellow Lions fan, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. All right. How are you feeling about your closer? Right? I got a solid close. Yeah, solid I got one closer. more. Yep. All right. You want me to go for it or you got one more? You want the closer? I will defer the closer to you if you go. like the closer, my yeah. friend. You're up next, right. so go or don't. Right. It's the last one here. Astronomers spot a star swallowing a planet. <laughs> Did you see this one? <laughs> so in a study that will appear in popular science publication Nature... Scientists at MIT, Harvard, Caltech, and elsewhere report that they have observed a star swallowing a planet for the first time. Mm -hmm. Pretty crazy. So this is the most impressive footage of a star swallowing a large object whole since the Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee video in 95. 
No, no, that one. Come on. That's glorious with you. That's great. You rat bastards. Caesar over there has been stone facing me the whole time. You got got an ovation from Caesar. I got nothing here. I'm on. No, 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 dude. Come on, Perfect. That was, I knew, right when he started on the soft side, I knew where you were going. Hi-yo! No, man. Fucking loved it. Uh, all right, I got one more. This is probably not as funny as that. I probably should have let you have the clothes or so. We'll see. In case you guys didn't hear, Canadian folk singer Gordon Lightfoot has died yeah, at 84. Did. Yeah, Pouring, out, Gordon Pouring out for our boy Gordy. Yep. <laughs> Canadian legendary folk singer songwriter known for If You Could Read My Mind and The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and for songs that told tales of Canadian identity has died on Monday. Damn, yep. Gordon Lightfoot. Yep. He was a legend. Yep. He, he really was. Oh yeah, the fucking wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which I'm tempted to play all eight minutes of for you guys <laughs> right now. Uh, we have lost one of our greatest Canadian singer-songwriters. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau tweeted. Mm. Nice tweet. He went on to tweet and say, "Why the good Lord saw fit to take Mr. Lightfoot from us." but continues to leave Brian Adams alive and well, <laughs> we will never know. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your... Dangerville Podcast presents News of the World. Somewhere Brian Adams is shedding a tear a couple days from now when this comes That's out. basically signed for her uh, South Park material from the movie, you know. The <laughs> Prime Minister's going, now, now, the Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams on many occasions. <laughs> that's, that's a great impression, by the way. It's that, same, it's that same News of the World voice. That's Trey yeah. Parker yeah, doing yeah. that shit. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> South Park breaking Canadian balls well before Seriously, Fuck, yeah. dude. dude. Man, you guys fuck with South Park at all? You watching South oh, Park? I used to. Yeah. It's been we on for so long now. Yeah. We, yeah. we we watched like the early, early years of South Park. Mm. Yeah. I'll, I'll catch an episode every now and then. Even it's like. Dude. Honestly, dude, it's funnier than ever. Fuck it, yeah, every, it's so good. It's still like. And the way they can crap out an episode in like under a week to be like super relevant to what's happening now. Oh, yeah. It's just like... Those guys have just been sharpening that sword mm -hmm. for 20 years now. It's getting dominant at what they do. Yeah, they turn them so quickly now. Mm -hmm. They got it down to such a fine science. Do their comment on shit two, three weeks after it happened. You know, fresh yeah. in everybody's minds. Oh, yeah. so good. Dude, their episode, if you guys haven't seen it, just look up the one that was from the most recent season that's about Harry and Meghan or whatever, the fucking royal... Oh, I've, I've heard about that Meghan, one. You yeah, haven't watched that they one. They do yeah. it. They Their whole shit about the the... English royalty, they do it as Canadian royalty, and so they like spoof it as Canadian royalty. <laughs> and but this new shit about fucking Harry and Meghan, dude, it is and like she was like threatening to sue them and shit, dude. Fuck, dude. It is so on point, man. You saw yeah, it's, you, it's the worldwide privacy tour, and you know their whole things. Oh, leave us alone. We don't want to be in the public eye. And then this motherfucker's writing a book, you know, <laughs> yeah. on old Harry's doing doing interviews uh -huh. and stuff like he that. He was gonna live stream a uh, psychiatric appointment. I mean, he was having one with like a therapist. It's like, Seriously? Okay. Yeah, Sucks to be royalty. Nothing rich. screams uh, leave us alone bag. more than fucking watch me bare my soul here and talk about how hard it was to grow up with an infinite amount of money yeah. and power. Yeah, royalty. Off, and he went dressed as a Nazi bastard. to that fucking yeah, party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not He's just fuck, doing dude. coke and fucking banging hookers and hot tubs and shit. Like, yeah. okay, dude, yeah, we all care. It's out of control, man. <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, fuck so. both of them. She sucks too. 
Yeah, I don't right. even know that much about him, dude. And I'll fucking just be like this. She so. was in some bullshit TV show back in yeah, the day. Like, like wasn't some even like ABC fucking network something or other. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I'll set on that, man. Caesar's fucking, you balls deep in that shit, aren't you, bro? He knows all of you. Fall, <laughs> no, fall, he cried really. for a week no, when the queen to... died and shit, dude. This is all new to me. <laughs> I don't get, like, you remember the royal wedding thing a few years back? Yeah. Ago, and I didn't every follow Every chick it, I knew yeah. was like, they were just like, oh, I'm taking the day off to watch the royal. Like, who gives a flying dude. fuck about yeah. watching these two get married? I don't get the fascination. M- most like, weddings are boring. I can only imagine that yeah, one being yeah, yeah, well, It's not even an open bar. Like, what the fuck did that, too, though, do you remember? Yeah. They, did, they fucking spoofed that whole fucking royal wedding thing so hard, man. It's so fucking funny. Ugh. I thought, did did the new king... Charles? Charles. Yeah. Is his, like, coronation, like, this weekend or last weekend or something? I thought his, like, it was official, coming up. I didn't it's coming it up, coming, right? Yeah, like, the I official, like, ceremonial something. coronation and all this shit. The... Yeah. Which, what's with the delay on that, man? This shit's months I'd overdue been like, now. Dude, like, ain't I the yeah. fucking king? Like, what are you no, guys yeah. waiting for? He, we don't got to count is, up the ballots yeah. here. We know how this one's going. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, dude, show on the road give here, me my man. crown already. Yeah, well, he's like, yeah, he's fucking... Uh, I got people to fuck over. I, you know, I got a big swinging dick I got to get out there and fucking dominate with. Come on now. Somebody took his fucking... Uh, he did that speech, like, it was right after, you know, the queen died and whatever. And he did, like, you know, he addressed the country i would guess basically and they took it somebody fucking overdubbed it you know and dude it was fucking hilarious it was just like and america fuck you guys you got away <laughs> with this shit for way too long like it was you know they just like took everything he was doing it was so goddamn That's spot hilarious. on you know he's like i'm in charge now bitches you know like, <laughs> he's like 92 dude that motherfucker sold fuck he's gonna be king for a few years and then- i know it's like fucking Bill Maher. I don't know if you guys fuck with Bill Maher at all, but he's like, why are we still doing this? Are you still doing this over there? Like, yeah, come yeah. on, you know, yeah. like enough. You're just born into it. Like, it's such bullshit. I, uh, I don't get this whole thing. I don't know. It blows my mind. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, when you're from there, it's different. That's what they say. It's, you know, and it's all part of the, again, their heri- it's heritage and their culture. Tradition. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're like, y'all fucking talking about chupacabra. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you guys don't got no chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. We Man, might not I, have royalty, but we have blood-sucking goats. Indeed. <laughs> Which is far, well, <laughs> far more Okay, first of all, it's <laughs> kind of the same thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. There's some things of British culture. Like the, the, it seems like everybody talks about bringing it back full circle to the food. You don't hear, ever hear anybody be like, dude, fucking the food in England. Oh, dude, they point, know it dude. sucks. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> <they do that. laughs> Kinds of bangers and mash three meals a day. Yeah. Dude. yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen any English restaurants pop up. In right, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You're fine. There's a spot here that was, uh, it was, it, it was supposed to be like a British pub, but food wise, it was like, we we serve Indian yep. because you know like the British Indian connection yeah of, yeah, you know, yeah all yeah. that so like uh, so basically they're like yeah it's a British pub but like Indi- <laughs> Indi- Indian food because yeah. yeah. English food sucks they do fucking have a uh, fish and chips though which is fucking awesome and the shepherd's pie which is yeah. also fucking awesome it's like they got you guys figured out two dishes <laughs> yeah they really nailed it with the deep frying something to making it taste good you know like that's never been done before you fucking deep frying old shoe and that shit's gonna be dying away man. come on 
Mm. Would like to go to England though. You guys ever been to Europe? You ever fuck around? No, over there? no, no. 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 Yeah, I'd like to go. That's something I think about a lot. Yeah. But no, it, that's very interesting because uh -huh. I'd like to go to Italy myself. Yeah, is that the like spot? Like you could go to anywhere over there. That's yeah. where I would pick. And... Yeah, we went to Ireland. Um, I would really like to go to Spain. I'd really mm. like to go to Morocco, which is Africa, obviously mm. technically, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. What about you? Where'd you go if you got over there? Man, I'd probably try. I think England would be cool. England would be yeah, fun. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be cool to visit. Well, part of the reason we went to Ireland was because it was sort of like, yeah, let's get our feet wet a little bit. Like, you know, every, it's obviously it speaks English and everything. So, like, you know, just kind of like. It's easy to maneuver so, and get It's around. an easier start to, like, you know, trying to, like. Well, I mean, you say it's so small out there. You basically can visit all those countries and, you know. Yeah, yeah. you could if you wanted. Yeah. But you know that ain't on the fucking main. I'd you know I'd like to see Germany too, honestly. Germany would be dope. You know, fucking lots of cool yep. shit happening in Berlin, uh, especially with oh, yeah. it's a lot of history with music and stuff there. Actually, mm -hmm. bands like fucking Queen and David Bowie and Stones, which are all everyone British, uh, but they were all fucking recording in England or in Germany, Germany. to get away from English taxes. Actually, yeah. wow. the backstory behind that. But that's the whole Beethoven guy too, right? Maybe. Yeah. Amadeus Mozart. Right. I don't know. Was he British? You know, or uh, German? Goddamn. Yeah. Uh, Beethoven's German, maybe not. Sounds about right. Dude. Brush up on yeah. my uh, classical knowledge here. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, you got to listen to that shit and fucking have a huge orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sets the mood like some Mozart. Right. Dude, could you imagine you're at that fucking classical concert and you're like sitting next to this bitch? And it's like your fetish. Like, oh man. Those trombones. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of those oboes. Uh, she's fucking like asking the fucking flautist to sign her tits. He's you know? <laughs> like, shit. They told me not to go into classical. <laughs> a Woodstock atmosphere out there. Oh, man, that's the just wild. Hedonistic devil music. <laughs> well, so, it's, uh, so much of heavy metal, though, is taken from classical music. You yeah. Know? Like, so, I mean, it's yeah. there, you know, it's in it. It's in it a lot. It's in a lot of that's just like the scales and shit. But I mean, even look at a guy like fucking. As fucking cheese ball as he is, fucking Ingve Mom scene. I mean, he yeah. his big thing was I'm trying to be a violinist on guitar, you know. And uh, I mean, even Iron Maiden, like the the harmonies between oh, yeah. those guitars and shit like that. Most of it is because it's minor notes. Yeah, and the, the Europeans use minors more than anyone, mm -hmm. right? And that's the big difference. Uh, here in the states, they use a lot more of the pentatonic. Yeah, yeah. Brighter notes. They have more of a simplified way of writing. Mm -hmm. They're both good, but that in the end, it just mm -hmm. sounds darker. The, the European a little thing more ominous feel has to it. Yeah. something yeah. to yeah. it yeah. that yeah. always appeals to me. I guess, yeah. oh, and it yeah. certainly has to me too. I also mm -hmm. love. Uh, I mean, as a what I do solo on guitar is all blues pentatonic shit essentially yeah. um, because i never fucking bothered to learn anything more <laughs> yeah. you know uh, but i like to kind of combine that too i like i like the sound of kind of blues licks over metal too like yeah. like that kind of works as well um there's a, there's some kind of parallels there's a darkness to both because that that really stems from you know the delta like delta blues that's really where I don't know the pentatonic, the blues sound, American yeah. stuff comes from, right? Originally, mm -hmm. and then the fucking Europeans 
really got onto that at that time it was considered quote-unquote black music here in america yeah. and white people weren't fucking with it yeah and then white people in england got fucking hip to it and that's why you get the rolling stones and the fucking all i mean the british blues explosion eric clapton all these motherfuckers right that's what that is is yeah. them getting hip to american uh and then literally it became because they're white, American companies started selling it back to suburban white people in America, even yeah. though it was already our music. But yeah. that's like literally what the British explosion was, yeah. was fucking white people selling the blues back to white people in America. Yeah, yeah. For real. That's for crazy. Real. I never looked at it like that, but it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's kind of the history of that shit. Oh, wow. It's oh, like, yeah. You know? But there's a... My whole point to all that was there's a similarity in the darkness of blues, like real blues mm -hmm. and metal. There's a darkness to both, you know? And I think that kind of resonates to the same type of person in the same oh, way, yeah. you know? Definitely. Yeah, like Robert Johnson. We were talking about that last week, I yeah, think. Yeah. Like, the fucking, how, like, spooky that shit actually is, you know? And But that's why I like pentatonic, because it's like, it's very simple music. I mean, the blues is three chords, right? Mm -hmm. You know, as a 12-bar thing. And you can put it in any key you want, but it's essentially, at its core, always the same thing. Yeah. This 12-bar structure with basically three chords. Right, right. So, you know, so pentatonic being just five notes, it's it's easier, you know? So that's where a lot of that comes from. But, like, dude, do you fuck with slide guitar and all? You ever try play with slide? Uh, I want to, and I haven't gotten around to it. You same, that, uh, same. Yeah. I just need to go find it. I, uh -huh. I never get around, and I need to just, now you're saying that, I just realized, why don't I just mm -hmm. order it online? If, right i mean it's it's one of those things i'm the same way always wanted to i've never even like owned a slide i have so much stupid gear that i've never used and i've never bought a slide for the guitar like what the fuck you know no so i should probably it, it get on be used. definitely some guitar players in metal have used it mm -hmm. and i thought it'd be something fun to mess with and uh yeah but you saying that, I just realized that I, because I never get around to it, like, wait a minute, I can probably just order it online. Oh, you can just go to the store. I mean, it's $3. I should have had a V8. You can make one out of this beer bottle. That's what those yeah, dudes yeah, were doing. That's yeah. how it started. That's, again, yeah. like Mississippi Delta, like, take a piece of pipe and, and you yeah. know, like, do it on the thing, you know? Uh, I'm a huge fan of Tool. If you haven't noticed, there's Tool yeah. posters all over. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Adam too. Jones uses a slide on a, mm -hmm. on a bunch of the songs on their album, Anima, which is, like, my favorite mm -hmm. album that you, you a slide on a ton of that shit and oh, it's like yeah. you know he's not doing like proper slide guitar he's more making like noise <laughs> yeah know, no, it's no, atmosphere no. you know like uh you saying that uh one of the guy the bass player for corn yeah he had said Fieldy? once Fieldy, up he said that when he played the bass he he looked at it as he was making noises with it yeah so I had to think about that, and that's what I, this tool guy, the guitarist, that's yeah, what he's yeah. doing. That they figured yeah. out a way that hey, I can make forget notes, forget mm -hmm. make noises that sound like effects, and, yeah, and, and yeah. look at it that way. And mm -hmm. I started to look at guitar playing that way. It's like make yeah, noises, yeah. make it noise, make it so much more that to. like atmospheric. Right. It's fact mm -hmm. as opposed to just being like a sound or a so you know, song in the traditional sense. Self-taught yeah. with all that with. There was some little, some lessons and then information here and there and what other people were doing. And then you just figure that out on your own. Yeah. You just start 
uh, tearing everything apart. And that's what all the other my teachers have told me. Just take it and take it apart. Start mm-hmm. making it yours. Start doing experiment and learn. Right. You're not going to get anywhere unless you start doing that. Yeah. Because yeah. I actually very little have I tried to learn covers. I really never got same, into that. Same, same. I Always did for a com- long time when I was younger. My then own. when I got into yeah. writing songs, it was just like... Like nowadays, I don't even know songs anymore. Like I couldn't like get together and like let's run a set of a bunch of classics. Yeah. You know, I've never been interested in that. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm more like just throw down a twelve bar blues and we'll play. You know, like but I no, I don't know fucking you know Jesse's girl. Yeah, you know or no. whatever. Like what I, the original, uh, it's already been done. You know? <laughs> what right, I started right, right. to do is because I, and with my music, what I do, I play seven strings. Oh, cool. And I yeah. tuned down to Ibanez? G. Ibanez, yep. But then I, I had a need to learn, recently to learn covers, but, you yeah. know, death metal covers, just for the sake uh, that I, yeah. I, I looked at it this way. I'm such a fan of this that I go to the shows and I buy the shirts. A lot of people do that. Yeah. But how many people can say, I can play the song from my favorite artist? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I went and actually bought some six strings. I went to some and bought some Jacksons. And, uh, no, I started turning they're all in D. Most of the death metals in D and yeah. C. So I just started learning it, playing it, and it was it opened up a little door. Like, oh, so that's what they're doing. Like, wow, yeah. that's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. And it was for sake to look at it as a fan point of view. Like, wow, I'm and I'm taking some of the songs I already took him and broke him apart and go, well, what if I do this? Mm-hmm. And what if I do that? Yeah, hey. yeah. And I'm like, Use okay, that framework, and then put right, your own right, spin right. on So no, there was something to it, but I definitely wouldn't interested in learning covers to do covers or exactly and especially to be clear, in Muskegon, i wasn't wouldn't. talking about it's there's nothing wrong with doing that i'm just saying yeah. that's not what i did yeah and, no, and but, it's not what interested me after a certain point i felt like and it is super important like you're saying like I, now i in a way i do wish i did know more because it does develop you as a musician like you're talking yeah. like to break down songs figure out those parts and that is how you learn but i just kind of like got way more interested in like i just want to write my own songs i kind of know what i already what i want to do i'm trying to i just want to do james hatfield i got that down and like you know so like i'm just gonna start writing my own songs now at the end of the day that's what i still go back to yeah me too i usually love take a song at a time and dissect it work on it learn it and it's fun to me but because i'm not really gonna pursue it and start that but yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I still have that thing where me, what am I? What do I want to do? Where exactly. do I want to go? I already know enough. For, but yeah. definitely, yeah, the cover thing because I have a lot of friends that were metal bands and now today they're all playing covers. Right, and I get that. And I, believe I get me, too, I get that because you make time, money doing that. <laughs> for me, it was like eh, it just doesn't. It's kind of boring. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought I'm more interested in doing that as a singer because I've learned way more cover songs as a singer. It would be fun. It's, it's definitely. easier because there's not there's a bigger time commitment as a guitarist to learn guitar or bass. So for That's me, part, I can yeah. basically just hear a song as a singer or a drummer and basically like sort of more or less already know it. Like you don't with a guitar. It's like you really have to yeah. like sit down and like learn it, you know, like, yeah. you know, so there's more of a thing. So I don't know. I'm not chopped up on the guitar like I used to be. No, uh, I recently went to Mexico, and uh, a friend of mine invited me. He says, hey, I got this cover band. I'm going to go play. So you want to come out? I said, yeah, I'll go. And they played. But one of the songs, and it was, I think, the, the outfield. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the solo part. Josie's on a vacation like so that, far yeah. away. That's the outfield. And yeah. that, he was doing the solo part, and uh, even I noticed he messed up. Yeah. 
no big deal you know it yeah, happens okay, but when he was around. done he yeah. goes man you see how i messed up and we were talking later he goes yeah it's like there's moments i know so many songs plus he has a death metal band too mind you that so yeah. he does this death metal thing and this cover thing he's been in so many bands and so many songs that yeah i get it he goes like i forgot like whoa wait a minute what song am i even playing like, <laughs> yeah, he got yeah. caught up playing it so long that he says right, that he'll start right, think, right, that he'll right. start like wait a minute we're which one am I even doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, because it's that many. Like, yeah, yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> and it was neat how he caught up and got right back into the song. Yeah, yeah. But I saw his face too, and uh, I'm like, oh, okay. So when we talk later <laughs> about it, it's like, no, that. And it has happened to me with my own music. Then I go, dude, be a little more present. Sometimes I wander and I go, right, right. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah i think everybody's experienced that probably as a musician you but know? i think that's yeah. the biggest lesson as a musician you if you're gonna re, you got to take it so seriously not take yourself seriously get mad at yourself but yeah be present you won't get as mad at yourself you're, you're right doing right. everything at least when you're doing your own music you'd be like nah man i meant to hit that note <laughs> yeah <laughs> well at least try to fix it and go for yeah. it keep going yeah, yeah. don't really get to the point because i've seen bands where all of a sudden oh, yeah. and everybody like uh, oh you know no, no 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 you don't want to fuck up that bad steve and i we co- yeah. made that a point that when we mess up we get right back on track we just keep going yeah and that's the thing that, that yeah. you'd better just keep doing that so you don't waste time and live performance man you got to roll the punches yeah you know? yeah yeah that's a sign of you know definitely improving and you know where the pickup so definitely you can go okay for sure, yeah and it does i think that looks a lot better for a lot of people even i i've seen a lot of bands do it and go hey that's yeah yeah for sure Keep the only time going. we had a big fuck up back in the day was playing in my, my band that was doing bigger shows and we played everything to a click and so it was pretty you had to be pretty like on it you know and uh drummer went into the part i don't know he missed the bridge or he thought we were on the course or something and he started playing something else and we were playing at the intersection on the the oh, wow. big stage there and uh, that was definitely that one was like a we were all looking at each other like oh fuck <laughs> this one's yeah. gonna fall apart so oh. but we didn't stop you know and like it's not like everybody knew our songs super well or anything so it was like I don't know we mm-hmm. fucking picked it back together at some point and just kind of started yeah like all because all of everybody else knew that it was fucked except the drummer so we're all looking at each other like okay how are we gonna fucking salvage this goddamn oh, train wreck yeah. right now yeah. sweating bullets up there <laughs> yeah that was that was the one time that we were just like and it was the same thing I just like a uh, a mental thing where you're just like oh fuck I thought we were i thought we were at the third chorus but we were only at the second chorus and i forgot you know mm-hmm. the, like we we're actually going into the bridge but i thought we were at the last chorus and was you know or whatever mm-hmm. so like yeah it's it could be tough but oh, what, yeah. what are you gonna do he just gotta plow through dude yeah that's, that's shit, all you, you know? can do <laughs> just get up and dust yourself and just keep going <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. what do you do for like uh writing do you, do you like you bring you bringing in riffs to the drummer you guys jamming Uh, like depends who comes up with the idea first because we have that kind of thing so i guess if it was me i already have some riffs and i have a beginning part we'll make that up and then we can go from there Uh, sometimes i have more right sometimes he says okay i have this and he starts playing beats and he says i figured this much and we go into this part so then that's the challenge for me because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. they're still my riffs, but I'm going, there's the challenge. Now I have to adapt to that and make that, you know, work 
make that myself. Right, right. Other people would go, no, 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 no. We're just going to do this. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm the leader of the band. We're just going to do that. So yeah, I yeah, will yeah. actually work with him. And I thought, well, this is a way to challenge myself. Yeah, yeah. And we actually recorded some of the songs that we have are his. Yeah. Some words, he comes up with some one-liners, mm-hmm. and then I'll add more lyrics to right, it, move right. it around. That's the fun part of collaboration. It's a co- you between know? the two yeah. of us, we do pretty good. Yeah. And uh, no, uh, that's how we do it. You know, it's some we almost go from song to song. Well, what's your idea? All right. Yeah. Um, right, right, Okay, right. he's done. Do you have an idea? Mm-hmm. Yep, I got one. Here. All right. Well, and that can we be cool, too, because that can break you out of your patterns, right? Like, if you're doing yeah. your whole thing and living in that same space all the time, that's one thing, but you're going to be very much in that lane. But if you're having to play off a little bit of what somebody else is throwing in there idea-wise, you know, think about a little bit differently, come at it from a different angle type thing, you know? And because of him, Steve's kind of a more just a metal drummer, where I'm a death metal person, mm-hmm. I would put it that way. But he's he knows about it. He understands it. Yeah. He's just not into it as much. Yeah, yeah. So when we met and we were in a previous band, and uh, we bent, we clicked, and we were the two guys that clicked in that band. And then he quit the band. Then I quit the band. Yeah. And then I said, okay, I started this project, and this thing's going to heck. And I ditched that, and we got together and started working. And that's the thing. He's really the longest person in my band because I've been doing this for a long time. I just mm-hmm. could never really find people. Yeah. I had like the worst time. I would tell people, show them the music. I had somebody pretty much tell me that, dude, you're just making this up. I, you took somebody's music. I can prove this. Well, that's weird. It's weird. like, yes, I am just making it up. That's what music is. And that's the thing. A lot of stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I made this, but oh, you're you're not. Yeah, you right. You thought you were stealing no. somebody else's songs or something? Like, no, just like pretty much. I had a couple of times people tell me that bullshit. This is this can't be you. And I like I can. There was never even a chance to prove this or anything. But in the end, I've never seen these people do anything in town yeah because i on a daily basis you run in the kids and oh i like death metal i play guitar well let's get together and jam i want to do this yeah it should be that simple right i either this is all this is how it would end he had my number he said he was going to call then I would run on these people and they just would never talk to me again sometimes and other people well I'm, i'm doing this band you yeah, could have said, yeah. you could have told me, but then I ran into Steve and we we're doing this now, but I, the scene is really different. Uh, and there's not a lot of people left, at least in Muskegon. Nah, I know. And well, it's the scene in Grand Rapids for metal is non-existent. And, that's right. and I'm not like metal, like you are more prog, but prog yeah. metal, you know, mm-hmm. but even that, I mean like here and in Muskegon too, everything's just like the only music scene is just about like, playing breweries on acoustic guitars and shit and yeah. that, that's like it you know like detroit actually still has a pretty banging metal scene i've seen you that. know and uh actually that's a bunch right. of my friends bands are fucking playing tomorrow night fucking yeah. our, our homies in finality and imminent sonic destruction right and among these ashes uh who i've worked with uh they're all fucking playing tomorrow night big show you know and it's kind of like fuck man like there's there's just no metal happening here at all yeah you know, down that this metal area scene for the whole for state for sure for real man see because uh one of the other things when i go to mexico there's a scene going on in monterey that there's mm-hmm. a bunch of bands there's thrash metal bands heavy metal bands you right. know, forget the cover bands those are always there they're everywhere yeah yeah but yeah. here they actually have black metal bands death metal bands and they all play constantly there's a bunch of bars 
some of these musicians I already saw them in one band and see them in another band. Like, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, guys are, sure. oh yeah, we're in this band and in that band. And, yeah, yeah. And it goes, it goes, and they're constantly, yeah, I'm seeing things. Here in Michigan, in my Facebook, I have all my friends there, so I'm constantly seeing all the, the activity, yeah. what goes on there, and I'm like, nah. Yeah. And they even told me, you know, there's talks about me going down there to play. Come down, dude, yeah. Bring yeah, me yeah. and Steve, and we'd figure that out. But no, they even yeah. said, if your drummer can't make it, we'll find one that would yeah, yeah. fill in for the show, which yeah. I'm like, wow, really? I'm like, nice, you gotta like that, yeah. But they, there's a, a way much stronger community in a third world country imagine mm -hmm. that I'm, and i'm seeing that that's true and like i was saying dude the fucking up and coming fucking metal spot i think is fucking mexico and, and you know like the metal scene in in latin america in general has just fucking really i don't know it's taken on it's it's like taking on a life of its own finally that's like what it's, it's that's like a, what exactly is yeah. going on especially like well going to monterey now every year for the mexican metal fest it's big now it was a yeah. day now after the pandemic they made it two days and it was just two days i saw a bunch of my heroes that i never thought i'd see in my life mm -hmm. there was people from all different from all over the world all yeah. countries were there yeah that was that spoke volumes i thought because i ran all kinds of people mm -hmm. europeans latin america you mm -hmm. other americans and it was like wow yeah and uh all the bands they brought the lineup mainly european bands and from the states but still i was like this is incredible it was right 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 this uh, year's no different <laughs> do you uh, i talked about opeth a little bit you fuck with opeth at all i've heard some of it some of it's all right the early stuff yeah well the I early kinda, stuff would be more year speed because yeah, it was it started off pretty pretty death metal from uh but you know out of scandinavia yeah but uh what i was gonna say is um the rhythm section for that band who i consider to be one of the greatest rhythm sections drums and bass ever ever of their uh basically their kind of bigger early albums which are like my favorite like ghost reveries those, right. those ones that we love those guys are i think they're both mexican mm -hmm. they they moved to sweden to join that band Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, there's even that connection there where you could say like, Opeth is probably one of the biggest, maybe the biggest like death metal metal esque band out of mm -hmm. that region. Half of them are Mexican, <laughs> you no, know. That's... Like, yeah, Martin. They're both named Martin. Martin Mendez and Martin Lopez. And one of those guys isn't in the band anymore. That was a long time ago now. But like, mm. it's just like another interesting thing to me that like you know yeah. like yeah you know like you think of sweden like oh we got the best fucking death metal and black metal players in the world out here in norway and whatever but like it's poaching dudes <laughs> from mexico <laughs> no, yeah the one dude plays in that band sewing now you up on sewing and all you guys ever catch them mm -mm. they're kind of like uh yeah, it's a little bit kind of toolish it's it's kind of like a, gro a groove guys, metal sewing super badass yeah, yeah. badass yeah he plays mm -hmm. in, plays in that band it yeah it's cool shit you know um yeah man i really like the fucking opeth is my shit but that early opeth you know like mm -hmm. the earlier stuff um but i like the i like metal coming out of that area of the world because for me it combines the heaviness and the darkness but there's also a melodic side to it oh, that yes. i really like uh, so that to me just kind of checks all my boxes you know it's almost like most of their music if you looked at it if 
it sounds like movie music. There's a movie that shows a story yeah, that comes it's with cinematic. it. All of a sudden, there's something that, mm. when they make videos, it's great for it. There's this great yeah, storyline, yeah. and you just kind of ah, you get lost in whatever it is that they do. You know, if it's either Prague, heavy metal, the death metal, the black metal. There's mm-hmm. all these different genres they go into different things different topics yes and i enjoy There's that a mystic I, part of it i think there yeah. is yeah i like the progressive aspect mm-hmm. of of music which means that you know you, you go into different areas and you never really know what's going to happen mm-hmm. and and shit. you know i find that uh I don't know. I've always been attracted to that aspect mm-hmm. of it. I oh, like yeah. my metal, uh, like my women, Swedish and heavy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all I'm laughs> do you uh, do you play like lead guitar too? Do you solo uh, and stuff? I just started doing it recently because I okay. really focused on on mainly riffs. Yeah. And the thing with my band originally, I didn't want solos. I was kind of doing the Fear Factory thing. No, just straightforward uh, riffs and just riff, 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 riff and add things to it. Yeah. But Also a Mexican fella, right? Dino. Yeah, Dino. Yeah. Dino yeah. Casares. Yeah. Or Fuck Casares, yeah. as they said, uh-huh. depending who you ask. I don't know a ton about them. I just, I know of them. Yeah. Yep. So with that, I just recently started the progress so much that I found time and spot in my newest recording. I put a solo on for the first time and uh, I did it. And I said, okay, I figured this out. Yeah. So I'm starting to work more on that. Cool. Uh, I figure they do it from time to time because I'm really definitely into the songwriting and how those riffs. Yeah. Uh, there generally seems, and it always has been the thing in metal where there's, you know, the kind of rhythm guitarist and then the lead guitarist, you know, kind yeah. of thing. So it's it's not unusual to be separated in those disciplines a little bit for sure. Because for me, uh, as a songwriter, my influence is definitely James Hetfield because of yeah. he was such a riff person. Yeah. Uh, that's where Max Cavalera from Sepultura, they all go. had the riffs. Riff, mm-hmm. riff, riffs. Yep. And then definitely uh, Dino, when he put it in perspective, low tuning, seven strings. Yeah. And I was obsessed with that. At the time, nobody said baritone. So I had no, I just went and bought a seven string. Yeah. Years later, yeah. oh, you could have bought a baritone. Oh, okay, whatever. A six string baritone? Yeah. I have and, one and, if you want to try it. Yeah, no, no, definitely because uh, yeah. I just, I started buying seven strings and tuning down yeah. the G and I started getting I don't love seven that. strings, but that, I'm a much simpler player in what I do. But but yeah, I, I really do love my six string baritone. Though. See, and I know a lot of yeah. people were doing that, but mm-hmm. because I kept, I wanted such a heavy tone, but in actuality, I'm a person that just really plays rhythms most of yeah, the time. Yeah, me too, really. But yeah. I got to the point where I started the venture in it because I do like yeah. solos. Yeah. So I said, okay. That's so, why I do pentatonics. Mm-hmm. And see, I, I will Easy. venture. I will venture into a lot of minor. Because I'm obsessed with it. That I do a lot of Spanish minor type things. Oh, I and love that's that. What I the work I do. When do you I, ever uh, fuck with a, a nylon string classical no, guitar? But I've been wanting to buy you one. You should. I also have one of those. If you'd like to try it, or if you ever need to borrow it for your recording, you are welcome mm-hmm. to because it sits there. You know. 99% of the time being untouched. Yeah, no. I've been wanting to get an acoustic They're in the They're fun, nylon. man. And it would, for what you're talking about and who you are, man, you should look into that. You know, it's an eye. I've had three or four. I actually finally, uh, I've had different ones and uh, I finally was like, all right, I got to get one that really plays well. So I got rid of all the junk ones and mm-hmm. I, I bought myself a new, to rarely buy a new guitar, but it's it's just a mid level, but it's an Ibanez. You know, it was five hundred bucks, but it's like yeah. this is a real guitar that stays in tune. The action's good. I can actually fucking play this thing instead of like the fucking nylon strings being an inch and a half off the goddamn yeah, fretboard. Yeah, you know, and shit. that's the thing. Fuck with that, you know. 
I've seen I love the sound like of a that. nylon string though, dude. I love mm-hmm. that shit, man. Oh yeah, it's really so nice chose. and soothing. It's mm-hmm. you get a nice sound out of it. It's mm-hmm. fun, no, definitely. Do you know uh, Rodrigo y Gabriela? That group. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, they yeah, are? yeah. I had to think they're, about it for a moment. They're a, they're an acoustic duo. Yes. Oh yeah, Mexican. Yep, from Mexico City, I believe. Mm. Uh, that play a lot of metal covers, but in nylon string. Okay, instruments and it's just the two part, of them. they I do a bunch of metallica them. a bunch of like and they do original and they do all that too See, but i just heard the original yeah i didn't know about the cover pretty part. sure a big part of their fucking tune uh, sound and how they got big was uh and they used to play like literally like busking you know they'd just be out mm-hmm. there like yeah so that yeah they'd be doing metallica and shit you know like doing these mm-hmm. like but in classical style you know i saw the i saw them live uh at uh I think it was actually at Bonnaroo that we were oh, arguing nice. with Mike about last night or Those last guys are week. Badass, man. Yeah. It's super fun to watch yeah. and to play like the, it's the visual aspect of it, throwing it down. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely just check them out. It's worth a check out. Let's see what, yep. no, what no. the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Tony. What's up, man? Blaze that shit, <laughs> I'm bro. I'm still here. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what the fuck you working on, son? You been fucking uh, working on some shit with Jay or what's yeah, going on? Dude, uh, well, recently, um, so back in uh, 06, I dropped one of my first projects, you know, with a couple other buddies that helped me put this project together. And me and Jay linked back up with him a few weeks ago, and we did a collaborative al- um, effort with um, Jay and my other former producer they collabed on the music cool and then me and his current artist collabed on the song yeah so we were able to knock out a couple tracks man pretty dope um we haven't released them officially yet but other than right, that, right, right. you know me and jay still working we got a lot of stuff we're gonna work on yeah, here, yeah. So, you know, he, he told shout me out to, got, uh, shout out to my boy mci yeah. production <laughs> yeah he told me you guys got shit in the fucking works i was uh chatting with him here a couple days ago yeah he wanted to take a little little mental break for a minute which you know if you do music you know you need to do that every now and then oh 100 percent. he's so, a, he's a hard-working fool too fuck man yeah, he man. fucking you know, puts in the puts in the work and we put in a lot we put in a lot of work together over these last few years so yeah. you know he need, he needed a little break but you know yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. back in, in the studio we got a couple of videos that we're gonna shoot, you know. So you guys have been working on it. you last time you were talking about doing that shit with those wrestlers or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's, is that still in the works. Yeah, that's still on his list. Actually, he, when we last spoke, that was what he brought up. He said, "Hey, man, we gotta uh, sit together and storyboard this video." And I'm like, "Sweet, let's make it happen." Yeah, see, that's what I love about that guy, and that's why he and I get along, dude. Is he's like, "Let's storyboard that shit, dude. What are we gonna do?" Oh yeah, bro. He's so. <laughs> I mean, he's got a whiteboard and he writes down everything, yeah, and then man. we gotta check it off weekly and see where we're at with our our goals that we're working on. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to fucking hear your new shit, dude. I really liked that last song that we played on here, dude. Oh, appreciate that, man. Badass, definitely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we definitely got some more shit like that in the works. Why don't you fucking get up on fucking your cousin's shit here, dude? Throw it on that bridge, do a fucking rap on the fucking bridge, dude. Bring it he's in. A, he's yeah, a, he's a, bring it in. What he's the a, fuck? I'm, I'm putting it together right now, boys. What's going on? So here? you know, twenty percent of whatever grew, profit you guys make out of that shit. I grew up around this guy, so like he introduced me to a lot of metal bands that I would have never known about if it wasn't for him. And yeah. you know, so. Um, you know, I know, you know, hip hop's not his thing, but at the end of the day, bring it together, you know son. I mean, you're talking about fucking, and there's, there's lots of crossover there. You like, no, you, you talked about no, Anthrax. They no, got he all put that me, shit, he put me up yeah, on Rage. No. You know, Rage Against the Machine. Well, I was gonna bring up Rage too because we were talking about noise guitarists, and I'm like, well, kind of the Tom ultimate Morello, like noise yeah. guitarist. And then like the first, yeah, no, the yeah. first Limp Bizkit, you know, mm-hmm. when they were still, kind, you know, a little bit more heavier than they got yeah, more yeah, yeah, hip hop people. Yeah. 
Yeah, all that shit, dude. See that thirty year thing, man. Give it like five more yeah, years, dude. baby. That rap metal's gonna be See? coming right back around again. You guys, be on top of the game. I mean, like Caesar, don't sleep on the collab with your cousin here, bro. Bring him <laughs> in on the song. I mean, man. I've talked to him more about collabing on on some skits and stuff because I mean, yeah. this dude, he's being a little quiet. Or over bring here, in, but. bring in the fucking, uh, bring in a death metal lick on that fucking rap, yo. That's go. fucking it. You guys, it, you. I mean, Jay's a fucking death metal guy well, too, no, dude. You know, bringing it together. That I wouldn't probably do, to be honest, because it no. wouldn't. Because I've heard people in the hip hop community, they hate metal. They don't like it. Some people said I, anything with distorted guitars, you know, and, and the whole metal thing. But in my side, it's the same thing. I don't want to hear rap. I want death metal. I want metal. They, that's the thing I already seen in both sides. In Mexico, yeah. they're too hardcore that they don't like a lot of stuff like new metal. There's a lot of them that yeah, don't well, like it's old it. school so diners. Yeah, what a lot dude, of new metal really was was a combination of and that. And it is, and it influence. is, and see, I'm into it and everything, but I've seen those things to where I kind of go, okay, well, I'm willing to do something, but I know on my side it wouldn't kind of cross over. I guess that would be the only thing, and then I already know that on the other side somebody's not gonna like. That. I guess that's how I look and I go, well, I would probably do something else than growling. I guess that's why I, I mean I do the voices, so I do a lot of would do voiceovers, and I did that on my demo. So skits and stuff we yeah. were talking about because I'm fluent in Spanish, so yeah. oh, I nice. can mimic okay. a lot of characters if I could. Yeah. Now I'm gonna challenge you a little bit. I'm gonna call bullshit on a little bit of this. That for if some if somebody's like I don't like this and hip hop or I don't like that, honestly they can kind of go fuck themselves. <laughs> Artists should do whatever they want. And if you want to combine different styles, I'm not some big fucking new metal fan. I don't love it, but like I'm just saying, like there's a funness though to it, uh, and there's a lot of great music that's happened by. I mean, the biggest hit song in whatever was that fucking. Uh, old town road or whatever which was a hip-hop and country crossover that was based on a nine inch nails song you know what i mean really i didn't, I didn't know that. you know old town road, little nas x yeah 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 i know what you're talking about but i didn't know it was ba based on a nine inch nails that song. is literally a nine inch nails track from his ghost record that was an instrumental record they stole did not pay for Tra this is how fucking cool Trent Reznor is. I may have told this story already on the podcast, but I love Trent Reznor so much. They're like, yo, this song is the biggest thing in the world right now. It's your song. They didn't fucking uh, pay you for it. And he goes, he basically says, do whatever you got to do to protect me legally, but don't stop this. Yeah. Go ahead. Take it. Wow. Reznor's living large on that yeah, Apple he don't money, baby. Care, He's dude. Yeah, like, and it's and it was already instrument. It wasn't like they took closer, like their biggest song. It was like, and so he's just like, and it's so funny to me. Trent Reznor, who's one of my favorite artists of all time, producer, all that shit, has two country music awards. The guy who's the ultimate fucking industrial metal dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Two for did he get someone for hurt? For hurt. Okay. For mm -hmm. writing, you know, hurt and yeah. the Johnny Cash, of course, did. Wow. That was yeah. you know just an unbelievable version of that song. So yeah, that one's that one's a good cover, dude. Right there. Gives dude. you chills every time, right? I mean, come on, yeah. dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So uh, anyway, all I'm talking about is like you know, hey, <laughs> come in here. We'll put it together. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Make he's not loving the idea man. at all yeah. that's a hard pass he's a, over he's there a, he's, he's, he's hardcore man but you know that's the thing that I like about, about Caesar. you know what I'm saying like he's 
he he stuck he sticks to it you know and it's authentic it's all real shit that's why well, he's able yeah. to make the kind of music that he can that's the thing too is if you're not feeling it then don't do it yeah. if you are feeling it then do it you know like don't ever not be yourself you know especially with music but there's a I, I do like some uh i do like some fucking rap that's got a little bit of like i actually really like when there's a little bit of fucking distorted guitar or something on a rap song dude like i fucking dig that dude, i got a, i got a few tracks i have to send you something like that yeah. i got a lot of, i got a lot of songs that are like that that you know yeah. we never put out a lot of shit that i just did on my own inside my yeah. own house yeah. and like you know never see the light of day but i think I, that's actually where fucking uh and we, we joke around about everybody is but i think that's actually where icp fucking kind of struck a chord was there was some of that fucking like metal guitar that was kind of worked into the the beats and shit like that you know what i mean like, well, yeah, that whole genre was just birthed here in Michigan, basically. Yeah. You know, all yeah. that. You know, Detroit the, Rock City, yeah, man. Yeah, the, the yeah. you know, I you know the Juggalo, but I would just say more like the horrorcore yeah, rap yes, music sure. is like all right here. You know, it 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 started started yeah. in Michigan. It's a Michigan thing. Maybe not the best claim to fame. Not the <laughs> no, no, thing no. So we got no. <laughs> but like, you know, what I like about music is I like the cult followings of certain genres. You know, like the the uh dmx fan probably doesn't know about you know twisted insane and those right, guys like right. that yeah. but you know it's just you know they got their own following you know and there's a, a there's artists yeah. that i listen to that you know none of none of the <laughs> major hip-hop medias will ever cover them but they have a huge fan base and people <laughs> right. love them and follow them and you know yeah, they get their yeah. stuff tattooed on them you know it's like yeah dude like one of the biggest hip-hop the most tattooed music symbol is from this hip-hop artist named psycho realm and they have a uh gas mask with, uh, uh, with almost like a fedora on okay oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and this ma- gas mask is like the most tattooed one of the i think next to the wu-tang emblem it right, was like the most right, right, tattooed yeah. thing Damn, from like a fan yeah, following that, yeah. that like, <laughs> but you'll never hear about these guys and they're freaking amazing though dude. right they're right freaking right. awesome artists you do know? you know uh uh, I think it's Prof is the dude's name. I'm good. I'm straight. Prof. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 but yeah. I think he's a newer guy. The white guy. Yeah. 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 One of one of my friends that I, I don't know him real well, but one of my fucking homies is like he's like following him on tour right now. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. He's like he's like I'm gonna be fucking out on tour with him. Basically. Yeah. I don't until, know much about him. I've seen him pop up and he's been like around some you know yeah. some major artists, but I'm not really familiar with him. He but. sent me like ten of his songs. This this. My homie, he's funny about. though too, right? Like he's got like super fun, and, and it's and it's also videos are really fun. some yeah. of it's almost like singing, like he kind of does this like kind of jazzy thing too, which I really like too. So he brings in a lot of different elements, and there and there and it is comp, like there's a humorous. It's not all humorous. There's he gets serious. It's too, a but. big commitment to follow around on. Too, I know. Are I'm you throwing it down for prof that hard? One. Are you guys <laughs> familiar with Harry Mack? No. Also, oh, no. so Harry Mack is a freestyle rapper. Okay. And basically, his claim to fame is he'll he'll come up to you and you know hey, give me three creative words, and his whole thing is the word. Oh, those he's words. a huge yeah. YouTube guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, he'll, do, yeah. he'll do these videos on Omegle where he'll sit there and come across these people and get their reactions after. Yeah. And, and dude is freaking amazing. He's Damn. amazing. Yeah, dude, I heard him crazy. on a podcast it, and they were throwing him lines. He's, he's just, just so creative. He's so creative, and you know his his cadences are so different for every freestyle but it's all off the top shit, of the head all dude. improvised you see shit and like that dude hit me with it man dude it's that's fucking that awesome yeah. Yeah. That, think that quickly on the but fly be, and be, make it all you know fit and just that's not even the hard part stuff. though because like you know i could fucking freestyle free if i wanted to right but being able to 
make it sound cool, make it sound good. You know, right. I mean, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that guy like has done it the best. Of, you know, I mean, there's a lot of good freestyle rappers. There's yeah, yeah. A guy named Supernatural, and like I said, these are guys that never had hits. Right, never, right. never reached like you know what you would call like hip hop iconic, but they're they're yeah. known. And these are the people that we like would consider, mm-hmm. you know, the best rappers, right? You know? I mean, Eminem kind of started as that in a way. Uh, I heard Eminem the first time I heard Eminem, he was on some radio show at like five in the morning. This was before he blew up, and it came on. You know how you could set your alarm to wake you up to the radio? Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing. It probably, you know, but, like, uh, that's what I had. And it, I must have been in it sixth grade or something like that. And there's this fucking guy, and they literally just, like, played him a beat, and he just fucking freestyled over it. And then, like, maybe a year later, you know, he was the biggest thing in the world. Damn. You know? So, like, and, I, and I, you would know more. I don't know if he's better of these guys or not, but... But what I wanted to ask you, though, was I've always felt that a lot of the time people are like, I'm freestyling. I'm like, no, you're not. You, you got already wrote that in the bag, you know, yeah. like, well, y- you know, the, the way they explain it is like, you know, what, like our conversation is a freestyle. Right. Yeah. You don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah. But we've said this before. Right. Not probably uh, the same exact thing. Uh, and a lot of times that's what a freestyle can be. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be something right off the top of your head, yeah. but you have these certain rhymes that you've said and these certain mm. words that connect, right? Gotcha, and gotcha, you can gotcha. puzzle different stuff together and it's, it's yeah. you know, it's just it's like, like uh, piecing some of it yeah, together. Yeah. Uh, and some of it is, yeah, you know, yeah. right off the top. So you right? kind of got uh, a couple hooks yeah. and if somebody drops these three words, yeah. you kind of mix that mm-hmm. shit. And you know, exactly. this rhymes with stuff. that yeah. and you know, yeah. so you can get yourself from... Because you know these two words rhyme, and you can just pull those into a. But even with that, to pull it together on the fly. Yeah, it is, and I'm not talking about these guys specifically. I'm I'm saying more like just kind of in general in the history of like rap that I've seen stuff like even like these legendary freestyles, and I'm watching, and I'm going, yeah, no, he's not making that up on the fly. I definitely knew that. A lot of that stuff, you know, and I guess the reason they will call it a freestyle is because. It's acapella. It's not in the studio. Yeah, it's, you're probably yeah. not even recorded yet, right? right? So these guys will spit these raps yeah. that they've already walked around but with. To me, that ain't the same yeah. thing. Oh, Freestyle no, no. and acapella yeah. ain't the same no, thing. No, 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 no. Not <laughs> at know? all. In my view. Not at all. And it's yeah. not easy, you know? You no. Know what I'm saying? I, it, I'm saying it, it's easy to rhyme a bunch of words, but it's not easy to make it sound cool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I have it. heard yeah. through the grapevine that it is hard to rock a rhyme. I have Hard heard rock around. You know that? Those yeah. Run DMC, classic yeah. Run DMC yeah. song. No, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it's but then, you know, with that too, there's different parts of it. You know, like some people like lyrical, extra lyrical rap. Yeah, so, yeah. Where they don't give or then some people want want a beat. They want the dope production. Yeah. And then you want then you got the people who want the gangster rap. Right, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you want the guys that got the. I want trap all three. Rap. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> but you know me, like I came. I like the. I like the nineties. Obviously, the nineties, yeah. early two thousands. That, yeah, that yeah. was my era of rap, and I know, still think it hasn't. I, I, that's the peak to me, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, dude. I, I have been fucking a lot with Anderson Pack lately, though, dude. Yeah. And I got into him from that Silk Sonic shit, which I keep talking about because I got such a boner for these fucking guys. He's, man. But he's more than a rapper, though, man. I know. That guy's that's a, what, a that's what I love percussionist, about yeah. a, a singer. singer he can do producer. Yeah, he can do everything, mm-hmm. man. That guy's really talented. So from the Silk Sonic stuff, I went down the rabbit hole. I was very familiar with Bruno Mars, but I didn't know a lot about Anderson. Yeah. And he's an aftermath artist, which I didn't know either. Yeah. So, so he, oh, yeah. he was like, start came dropped as just a rapper he was just yeah, a rapper yeah. and then when he 
came yeah. from SoundCloud, I think. Yeah, Blew well, up on he, fucking SoundCloud. He was part of the, so every year, and so there's this hip hop magazine. It used to be like one of the respect most respected hip hop magazine until it turned into like a, just a internet blogging site. Bought but, out or something. Yeah. So they would do a thing called the Freshman, and they would gather like ten of the hottest rappers that came out within that year. Yeah, and these are the next breaking artists that right. are gonna blow up, and that's where Anderson Pot cool. kind of you know stepped yeah. in, and then he didn't really get like big like an artist but he was working with a lot of big producers writing yeah. songs including and, dr Dre. yeah of course yeah yeah things, so. playing drums on all that shit played i mean he played drums with dre at the super bowl there yeah yeah, yeah that was him yep. yeah oh yeah. no shit yeah. okay yeah and that's why and that's why fucking i think him and bruno mars clicked on so many levels they both play all these instruments and all this shit yeah uh did you guys hear this is actually something i'm uh glad we're talking about it did you guys see there's going to be a 30th anniversary of Doggy Style concert in, in L.A.? It's like a three-night event produced by Dr. Dre. It's like all in, like Dre and Snoop, 30th anniversary, Doggy Style. Wow. Um, and it's going to be with the L.A. Orchestra. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, shit. Might be worth it. I know. Out, now might be the time. Kind of and and that, that was like one of the biggest bummers like of a Snoop Dogg concert. Because for a long time, he couldn't, he, he wouldn't perform those songs. Yeah. He wouldn't perform the, yeah. the original like doggy style hits yeah. or the dog file hits. He wasn't even making no money off yeah. it. So yep. he was like, fuck that. I'm not going to. And now he owns Death Row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Hoping to get a yeah. healthy dose. We're going to catch that Snoop no. concert at Pine now. Dude, yeah. get a healthy dose yep. of that doggy style. Which brings me to the back. current controversy. You guys up on this a little bit? Is fucking. It's like Suge Knight from prison has been talking all this shit about how Dr. Dre didn't actually produce Doggy Style and that he forced no. Daz Dillinger into here's, signing away his rights to that record. Here's the deal. Okay. So I'll, I'll try to break it down for you guys. So Dr. Dre is a great producer. He's got a great ear. He's a great mixer, right? Yeah. I would I would compare him to like a Quincy... Jones, yeah, I, I understand. Right? So yeah, he don't play yeah. everything, but he knows yeah. how to put everything together. Daz right? did make a bunch of Daz beats on that record. Daz, yeah. no, but not just Daz. Yeah, there's DJ Quick. Uh huh. DJ Quick, Daz, and then there was another guy. Um, and I don't, I don't think um Johnny James was it Johnny James? Johnny. Anyways, he yeah. was a, he was a producer for a lot of Tupac stuff, but he did a lot of Death Row yes. artist yeah. stuff. Those were and the guys. Daz did a bunch of those Tupac dude, beats too. Daz did like yeah. A, fucking half the album uh, i understand that i totally understand so dr dre is basically more of an executive producer on those projects. yeah yeah those guys it's like they start it's like uh, there's a beat but dre turns it into a song it's a collaboration of yeah, a lot of people exactly so but what Shug knight's saying though is that dre didn't do any of that and forced like daz into and signing away shit and all this shit Have you nah, seen they this were, they, yeah yeah but the thing was back then they were just they didn't know the business they were all young guys in their early 20s and, yeah, yeah you know they didn't know nothing about the music business so right. they, they get a few thousand dollars from suge yeah. and they're signing contracts you know i don't think it's dre trying to fuck them over it's just like they were all making bad deals yeah that's why ultimately he left Hooked up with Jimmy Iovine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know. There's all that, but it also is Suge Knight just making stuff up. Yeah, and well, that, of course. That, like that's it. basically what I'm getting at is yeah. Daz has released this video. Did you see this? He put up a video on his whatever, his fucking social and shit. And it was just like, 
he's literally going, and I actually pulled it up here if you guys want to watch it. We don't have to, but he's literally going, none of this is true. Dr. Dre is the greatest producer in the world. Yeah, I made some beats, but fucking, uh, I didn't, I, I didn't sign nothing. Suge Knight's up his ass. None of this happened. Everything's right, cool. Right. <laughs> you, you gotta know, see the like, position that Suge is in. Of course, he's gonna. Yeah, sign, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and he's all like, salty that his fucking his label got fucking is now owned by Snoop. You know. I mean, I think it's in the rightful rightful hands, though. Yeah. You know. So. I mean, even more rightful hands to me would be Dre, but he's not interested yeah. in owning that label. I don't think. No. I mean, Snoop didn't own after so 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 how so from what i heard somehow hasbro toys had got ownership yes it was was a basically an investment company that was like inherited the ownership of death row somehow what they were doing is basically you could buy it was like a clearinghouse is like there's a lot of little labels that weren't really solvent they were not you know like Death Row hasn't had a fucking hit record for 20 years. Right, but it's like, a brand. so It's a brand that had those fucking three big records back in the day. It ain't done shit since. Mm-hmm. And so there's like, yeah, there's ownership to that. So what these big like conglomerate companies would do is basically as an investment, you can buy. They would buy these little record companies. And, it, and it's like it's the same way that like artists are selling their rights in lump sums and shit. It's all these like it's almost like a portfolio Okay. And so they're just like a clearing house of like, they probably owned fucking petroleum companies and shit too, you know, or like you're saying there it's Hasbro and what's the parent company, all that. So like yeah. they had some fucking random ass and all, all it was, was there was just like a skeleton crew of some dudes that were handling like the day to day of like, you know, like if orders got to be filled or whatever, but like death row hasn't been like a real label for a, a long time. You know, so that's how Snoop was able to basically come in and buy that out from that company to own those rights right. now. And now you can just market Death Row. Yeah. You know, so, off the nostalgia. Yeah. The nostalgia. Right. And, and now the, it's back into fucking hands of, you know, and that's, you know, Doggy Style still for sure his biggest record. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm. And he had a, he had a really good run. I think a lot of people don't pay attention, though, but his dude, his run with uh, No Limit was fucking yeah great i think uh, his new stuff is new arguably some of the best shit he's yeah, ever done no, bro <laughs> no no limit top dog is one yeah, of, yeah, is, yeah is 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 one of the most underrated snoop album i mean he's got so many bangers on there it's freaking ridiculous the game is yeah. to be sold yeah, not dude, to be told man. dude i remember like yeah. when that, when those albums used to drop i would go buy them and i would throw them in and i'd have to yeah. listen to them all the way from start to such in, a so. different feel though beat wise it was, it was yeah. all the master p influence and shit. i didn't yeah. appreciate it at the time i because re- it was so different yeah. that like yeah. at the time i was kind of like for me i was like yeah this is not well, and also semi on the heels of doggy style like my that's oh, my yeah. fucking right. favorite so, hip-hop album later, ever yeah. and the beats yeah. are so different it's like mm-hmm. well this is a lot to kind of were you digest. like in the no limit and shit where you fucking oh, got fuck the yeah, no limit sold you you got the tank on so i don't know did you know that he came to muskegon right no. Yeah. So back when he was Master doing, Peter? yeah, back when he was doing his "Bout It, Bout It" run, um, yeah. he was performing anywhere he can, and he did a right. tour across the country. And a lot of the places that would let him perform there were high school gymnasiums. Oh, so yeah. he performed yeah. at the Heights High School Gymnasium yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and came to town and. Did, and that's, <laughs> we that's we like got Mass Spirit up here. Did you see we were eating rat snacks <laughs> a couple episodes ago again? So oh shit! Been, yeah, that's yeah. What's we up. got the yeah. Master P fucking. Uh, nah, dude, I was I was big in the Master. <laughs> One of the albums I still go to over fucking that first juvenile album 
oh, with the back of that ass up the full, song, which the 400 got way degrees? overplayed. 400 Fuck Degrees yeah, is a dude. huge album. I got so All many good memories of, shit, of just yeah. riding around jamming that song and fucking early Lil Wayne Super on there. Super fun yeah. beats and stuff. Dude, yeah, dude. That yeah, was that, Wayne got his break pretty much. Yeah, yeah. shit's badass. Yeah. No Limit. Throwing it down for the win. Oh, that was No Limit too? No, that was Cash Money. Oh, it was uh, Cash yeah, Money. Yeah, was Cash oh, Money. Shit, okay. yeah, that was Cash Money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, were, they were real similar, but, you know, they were they were two separate yep, things. Yep. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, fuck, man. We've been at it for a fucking while, guys. We might not fucking think about wrapping it up. Yeah, sounds yeah. cool, cool uh, man. You got fucking... So, you got songs ready they're coming yeah out. yeah the the what, what uh the, ne- the next song we're gonna drop is called speaking my language uh it's featuring uh an artist named birdie uh from right here in grand rapids <laughs> nice, fact. Nice. and um it's produced by uh dj kickstar and uh the homie mci uh yeah. exit door production so you know that's the next track that we got coming out nice what do you think is going on with the band there caesar you guys gonna be playing shows you're trying to do a record well we're just making demos we got the music online all over youtube spotify okay. itunes where can so, people find that shit uh just type in fermented plague and like i said spotify we're right there uh youtube we could pop right up fermented plague may be the most fucking metal band name that's ever fucking pretty existed. Pretty fucking <laughs> toxic so just making demos and trying to play shows definitely and you know that's Hell all yeah. we got lined up for now and keep making music we're just gonna keep making and recording because that's something we can do now yeah yeah God. for sure fuck yeah dude yeah i'm definitely gonna check it out i didn't know that you had like shit online that could we yeah. could actually check out so oh yeah yeah all right i'm gonna be up all over that and then this guy has a new song came out today or yesterday or something oh shit with uh long after midnight it's called uncertain times you guys can peep nice, that out there's nice. a music video that goes with it and whatnot nice Bad. into that industrial metal uh you know it's pretty terrible but check it out <laughs> So, yeah. All right, boys. Thank you guys so much for fucking coming out. It was a fucking yeah, awesome conversation. Yeah, thank appreciate, you yeah. appreciate you having us. It was nice uh, drinking thank Coronas you. and yeah, talking right. tacos with dude, you guys. Yeah, dude. Dude. Yep, you get me talking tacos or chupacabra, <laughs> you're going to be here all night, son. That's what we do. <laughs> all right, fellas. Well, thank you for having all us, right. Thank you. Peace. Peace.